The hermitess entered the Hall of the Stars within the citadel's core. A runid snake entered my dreams, she softly squeaked as she approached her crowned kin. Seek thy sister, Sylvan Sage, said the serpent kin, and thereafter I came post-haste. The empress turned from her ruby pendulum, the depths of her gaze shimmering in the moonlight. Ah, my squirrely soul-kin, to the empress, she said. The star, the cards have shown a divine plan for our future in this world. I have travelled to the furthest corners of the realms to find my glory. And now, after all these years, after this long and tedious waiting... Sin! I know you're excited, but we need to start the show now. Uh, yeah, right, 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 okay, okay, okay. Ahem, hail, fellow seekers, and merry me. Here at the Gathering of Mystic Minds, we explore the mysteries of magic, divinity, and the spiritual life from a pagan perspective. Whether you be witch or druid, Hellenist or heathen, or simply a wandering wanderer wending your way, you're welcome to witness what we have to say. For we are the sisters of the round, and today we're talking about divination. Sin, how do you see the divine? The divine. Oh, I see the divine in my reflection. No, I joke. The divine. Okay. So, I've thought long and hard about this. Many years of introspection. The divine, the divine is, to put it lightly, the collectivization of all abstract symbolization of the improvisation of the theater of the world. Okay, am I making up things? Yes. The point is, we as, as people, okay, we as individuals in this world are, at, on one layer, we are, we are globs of cells drawn by, by physical forces, particle physics, nuclear physics, quantum mechanics, and things that, let me be honest, I have no idea about because I am not a physicist. But, but, at the higher level, because there is no such thing as the gene of the mother or the gene of the, the, the lawyer or the gene of, no, 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 no. At the higher level, we have the story, the narrative, what we, what we like to speak of when we talk about ourselves and our relationships to each other. These are our divine selves. This is the divin- divinity is this sort of abstraction up- over the, like upon the layer of the physical layer uh, below it. And so when we talk about divinities, we're talking about sort of manifestations of this sort of, this, you can call it symbolic. It's not fake in the same way that I am not fake, you are not fake. Well, I might be a little fake, but that's okay. But like, <laughs> the, the divine, the divine is this kind of like, it's like the universe. What is the universe? To point to the universe. Well, I can point literally everywhere. The divine is like the <laughs> universe at that spiritual level. It is all divinity together as one collective sort of super entity. And what about you, my dear Empress? What do you view as the divine? How do you approach this topic? I I don't think I could explain it nearly as well as you did. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> little sin with her play on words and golden tongue, as we say. Um, 
Oh, my tongue is absolutely the magic wand of the century. Now, as we were saying, as we were saying, so, but you practice these things. You are the witchiest witch which has walked this world. So explain to us, dear <laughs> dumbasses in this world, what are you approaching the divine? How, you are, you are, how do you view divinities? Who are they? What are they? Or what is it? What? Who is this thing? What is this thing? How is your relationship to it? I see the divine as something clearly we cannot physically see with, you know, our normal eye, but rather our third eye, as some would say beyond the veil, whether they be god or spirit or demon or... Uh, there's, there's probably mythical creatures of fae. Uh, these are the creatures that we don't see, the beings beyond the veil, the beings that influence us more than we notice. Whether it be, you know, like I said, gods or ancestors or even like us from a past life who influences and gives us guidance, whether or not we interpret it right is... But as diviners, that is what we do. We interpret those divinations. Yes, 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 absolutely. We we see the patterns for the patterns are all around that is when i say that the magic is woven into every mundane experience i mean it the divine is everywhere you might have heard this from a local you know a local lunatic but let me tell you that lunatic is a lot cleverer than you might think dear <laughs> fellow guests because the divine is everywhere we are divine now not necessarily you, know, you could say ourselves are not necessarily divine but but well, it's everywhere and so when we see the yeah well, okay fine the divine self no i do i do the like to say self. that our bodies are the cells of the earth mother our minds are yes. her thoughts and our our stories are her are, are her spirit right it's it's this mm -hmm. It's this idea that, and that's the thing. I, again, a storyteller. I'm a mercurial. What do you? You, you can't blame this Virgo. But you're, you're calling upon communication and storytelling. But this is just how it works. So you talked about interpreting the divination, the message, what, like how? Like this is sort of the, the main thing of divination. What is it? It's communing with the divine, maybe mm -hmm. consulting it for help, or maybe just bantering it with it, as if it were bugs. Yeah. That would be real. <laughs> So, I mean, that sounds that's, that sounds like you and Aphrodite bantering like bugs. My goodness, she treats me like one. Oh, hi, lady of the sea foam. Let me just just prostrate myself at, 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 at your will. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. What does it mean to commune with them? I feel like because of our slightly, like we, we, we agree, and yet I feel like because of our different perspectives, right? We both look at the same object. Yeah. We both have eyes that look, but we see different angles. So I'm curious about mm -hmm. this. I started with this. You start with this. How, how do you see communicating with them? How do you, how do you, in your own mind, visualize that communication or the consultation with the divine? I suppose it depends on I guess more details like are we referring to just like everyday communing or are we talking about you know a more of a deep dive sort of I need to sort of meditate or astral project myself to commune with them there's various ways to consult or communicate with the divine many 
many ways. Like I said, the divine is woven into everything. Ergo, basically, yeah. see, in my view, every thought could be a, com- a communication with the divine. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, exactly. So, oh, there's no... So, there's, there is no doubt about that. Like, we could simply think about a conversation having with them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we're instantly going to get that response back as if you and I are talking now. Well, no, I mean, there are some who... C- we'll let, yeah, like, we, we, because we're, we're... Because we're... It's just, it's, it's like <laughs> if you talk to a dog, like, you were talking to the dog, and the dog will respond. But it, yes, it won't be the same as having a delightful conversation with the yeah. glorious squirrelceress herself, Sinwin, okay? <laughs> so, so, let's be real, okay? Like, if you want something squirrely, you have two options. Find the local squirrel, and they probably won't listen to you. They're too busy. They're running away. Or find me, okay? That's how this goes. So, like, the point I'm trying to make is simply that every, every, like, when people say, like, the gods are in our image... It's so much, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting because it's almost like, the, see, the gods are, they are and they aren't, right? They are, they are a form of the divine that we have constructed in our own sort of, spiritually constructed, in order to describe, like, that which exists to archetype that which we experience in our daily lives, right? So it's not that they don't exist, yeah. they do exist, and we commune with them, but it's a matter of, like, like in the same way that if I am talking to you, Am I just, what am I really doing? Well, right now what I'm doing is I'm I'm causing a bunch of weird fluctuations of pressure through the air. It's hitting this microphone. I'm not even going to go into all the detail of, like, <laughs> converting the signal, going across the internet. It goes into your, your headphones and all this stuff. Your brain hits this. It's Your eardrums are vibrating. You're, like, you're suddenly feeling this dopamine rush because, oh, my gosh, Sinwin's talking to me. That's amazing. And then, like, you know. It's a, wait, 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 wait. Don't you mean it's the other way around? Don't you feel the dopamine of when I speak? An absolute rush of dopamine. There is absolutely <laughs> nothing in this world. Well, I can think of a few things in the world that might increase the dopamine slightly <laughs> higher than that, okay? Um, now, now, now uh, no offing with my head, dear sister. Okay, I know you may be the empress, but let us, let us, let us consider that without me, okay, this empire is going to, uh, you, you know, it's Fall. not going very far, okay? I may be, you know, and I even if it did, it would, and even if it did, it wouldn't be that much entertaining. <laughs> oh, is that all I am? Anyway, so. No, you're so much more, but let's be real here. You do bring a lot of entertainment with your way with words that I... Even if I am a good writer, it's a completely different type of wordplay. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you, but, play, so, you play the words to play the heartstrings. I play the words to stir the soul to the passions of the universe. Anyway, I don't know. Am I yes. saying that? Is this, does that actually mean anything? No. This is the beauty of... We want to the way with words here. I'm going to teach you, because this is a total tangent, by the way. We're just... We're on... Again, the hovercraft is coming. Hovercraft is coming. <laughs> anyway... It happens. And it that happens. Is the end of my way with like it's, it's still on the. Uh, I mean, it's still on the topic of divination because divination is guess what? Yes. Communication. It's all Wait, well. That's as... to me. Yes, the word is sacred. The word is the egg. <laughs> I said last time. Um, it is yeah. sacred. It is the building block of all reality. I mean, and that again, mm-hmm. that really is, in my view, the core of my view of divination, right? Because if the word differentiates, like, I mean, like let's say you've got your cluster of cells. I got my cluster of cells. If the word itself differentiates whether you are a sister or like a a sinister foe, 
I had to at least have two S words there. Um, this is the difference. <laughs> of course same, she did. Still the same cluster of, you know, same glob of cells. But that word changes everything. If you draw a mm-hmm. card, if you cast a rune, if you do any of these things, which we'll get into later in this 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 exposition that we are presenting to you, dear, <laughs> dear guests. Um, you know, it could be anything, right? It, it, but, but how it applies to your particular life that is that is at a higher order right yes there's a there's yeah. there's a, a a picture there's a there's a bunch of like you know colors inked onto a card that's great and all that's not where the magic is and and this i think would bridge us in greatly into our first misconception that especially people who don't work with the tarot and do, don't even consult the tarot readers or any other like divination mm-hmm. method, let's be real this is there's this idea that oh are we going back to misconceptions always that is the entire always we're here to save you people save you people from yourselves yeah okay yes the idea (laughs) that it can't be it it can't be real unless we can test the the magical energy in the actual physical structure of the card my dear friends what can you test the firefighter in the firefighter cells no you cannot you cannot test the magic in the card either what you can do however is observe the card and then witness reality become unquestionable right because it is the story it is the relationship you have to this card to the rune to the 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 stars to all of these things to the to the trance and yes to the sacred mushroom it is our relationship with these things (laughs) and of course to the liquid liberation let's never forget lord dionysos always and forever but this is this is the source <laughs> of all that is meaningful in this world. It is not just particles which are meaningless and lead us into nihilism. Okay? It is it is a rich epic. Our lives are stories that must be told. They matter because if they didn't, then well get me another ale. You and your ale. One of these days I shall it try. Is a it. Sacred brew. Continue, please. <laughs> but oh so also on the topic of yeah uh, miss con- nope english is not happening today um well maybe french we i don't know teach me english apparently so one of the most mis interpretations i suppose is another word i could use um for div- diviners us as diviners, a lot of us will experience the Hollywood theme, the Hollywood effect, as I would say, um, where, you know, you have all these scammers out there and then you have all these people who don't believe in the divination because of TV or the people who run up to you on the street and they're just like, oh, I, I, you were cursed and I can fix your cursed with this beloved little candle, but this candle costs you $800, and then you have to pay me another $800 to come to your house to light this candle, and it's just, it's a bunch of mumbo, mumbo jumbo, and it's one of the biggest red flags as a diviner. Is this misconception? Yes. Always, always be wary of Madame Gazelle, but never think we are all Madame Gazelle, okay? This is the thing. 
Okay, like, like this is, I agree with you completely. I've had to deal with, like, I, I, I'm not just, not alienating my, like, myself. Oh, yeah, no, I'm special. No, uh -huh. I, I, as I saw, said throughout this whole thing, I'm analytical as heck. Okay, this Virgo does one thing better than anything else. Thinking. I overthink everything. I analyze, I deconstruct, I try yeah. to... Yeah. So, of course, I went through a period of my own doubts. Oh, you know, I don't understand this stuff. But I was always drawn. There was something in me, something almost, well, you could say, divine, drawing me mm -hmm. to this... If you know, and I used to say, "Oh well, this is the aesthetics. That must be." It's, I just find it aesthetically appealing. But like, okay, how far do aesthetics go when I'm actually like listening to this divination and I'm applying it to my life? It's not just aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Let's be real, right? It's you can use. Oh yeah, tools it's almost in something. An effective way. It's all. It's almost primal. It's almost instinctive. To be honest with you, as a diviner, being drawn to these divination practices, we can't help but find ourselves drawn to it, no matter how our personalities might be. Because you, you're you're the one who thinks, and you think a lot. I am very logical, so if it doesn't justify itself by you know normal logical means, I'm like, uh, yeah, no, bye. But divination. I'm just like, no, no, this is very logical. And even if I can't exactly pinpoint why it is logical. Yes, yes, that's exactly why I tell any of you, listen, any of you listening right now, if you are the feely kind of person who's like, you know what, it makes sense to me because it feels good, right? If it makes it like connects it, then you don't have this problem. Right? What I'm talking about here is for people who are sitting there going, okay, explain this thing to me. I need to know what's going on, right? I need to understand wh how it works, okay? That's why I needed to build a model of spirituality myself. I needed that spiritual model because without a model, my, my uh, to use the MBTI, my N type was just screaming at me, give me the model and I will give you reality, right? Because that's that's it, you know? It's, it's about, like, how does this fit into the grander picture? Which, mm -hmm. to be fair, is basically the core of all of divination. How does all of this fit? to the grander picture, right? Um, yeah, what you were saying, it's, it's, yeah. it's primal, right? It is. We seek meaning. Because if we didn't, then we would be thrown into a pit of nihilistic despair, a place I have seen too many times. I promise you, if you think if you think the la land of Hades is glittering with gold, you're right. But Hades is a lot more meaningful than the pit of despair. I tell you what, okay? Nihilism is no good, my friends. Do not fall for nihilism, okay? If there's a little creature that whispers in your ear, nihilism, just be like, yo, chill. I'm gonna go play with my fucking pendulum go right away. now. Thank you very much. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. This brings us. This brings us. We've, I think we've, at this point... We have beaten this horse almost abusively, okay? And this horse is like, yo, okay, I like this to a certain extent, but let's just Yeah, let's stop try, it. Right? But go away. Right. It's like, move on, go so, to the next thing. Yes, which is... So we need to, we need to consider... Well, okay, divination, so what, so we got, like, what is the concept of it? That's true. But, like, mm -hmm. like... Like, tell me what it is. Like, what do you mean? What do you... Do you, like, literally hear voices in your head saying, You are going to go rob the bank on 9th Street? <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> oh some God. of us do. I, I know a few people. I can... Not I can all of us. I won't. Uh, exactly. 
Um, but no, that is where the methods of divination come in. That is where the tools come in. Some people say, well, you know, how uh -huh. is this tool so magical? Well, how is English so magical, right? I am thinking these things. I am communicating using these words. I could start whipping out Esperanto, and I absolutely would love to, but... But, okay, then my dear empress would sit there staring, blinking, mouth agape. She'd be lost in the cosmic pit. Nihilism would creep in. The world is falling apart, for I do not understand the Esperanto. And that is why we need a common language when we commune with the divine. <laughs> now, now the yes. divine, of course, is everywhere. So what is the common language with everything? Well, that's why there are so many methods to divination. Many of them. Many, many, many of them. My goodness, there are just mm -hmm. thousands. I was like, are there 20? Are there a hundred? No, there are thousands of them. Like if you've ever, if you've ever flipped your pancake, uh, uh, this is actually, okay, this is, we probably, I could save this for later, but I'm just going to get this out of, out of the way. I legitimately ask anyone who knows me, I flipped a pancake one time, I saw a picture, I saw it in there, and I'm like, that is a fascinating message to me from the divine it was a lark it was it was no it was, it was a falcon sitting on a on a branch looking down at larks they were just all sitting on their branches and they were looking out to the mountains in the distance i saw this because the patterns are everywhere that's how this works this is where you come in to save the entire train that i've just thrown off the deep end with a pancake with birds okay. yeah i mean honestly that kind of uh, that sounds very much like um the one one divination method which we will discuss furthermore but specifically before we talk into specific divinations you you're the one who proposed this idea so you want to talk a little bit more on structured versus unstructured methods of divination oh Yes, because let us bring, like we said last time, we are pagans, not geometrists, but maybe we are set theorists, for there <laughs> is a theory of set and and raw, but I don't deal with raw. He's, he's got a beef with me. It's, it's just, I told you last time, marshmallow <laughs> ancestors, we don't work with the sun. Anyway, the point I am trying to make is that <laughs> there, are, there are different ancestors. methods. Listen, we are the little white daisies that pop up in the lawn. I said this exactly word for word last time. Pay attention. Take notes. That is what we are here for. We are the university that is completely unaccredited. Do not listen to what we're saying, but please do. Now, okay, so I am glad I brought laughter to the entire world now. So now... Open sets and closed sets. This is not, by the way, and I'm saying these words because you will hear these words being used, okay? I'm not trying to say we all know. These words are also another, you know, I've heard these words being used. Now, maybe it was someone who just made it up out, you know, just pulled it out their rectum. Maybe it's possible, but that's okay. You might hear it. It doesn't mean it's invalid, but I just want to make sure we clear up a little thing. When I, we are talking about structured versus unstructured, or open set versus or finite versus infinite set, right? We're talking mm -hmm. about, not about voodoo versus, I don't know, like, uh, tarot or something. We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is when you are using a language, right? A language has a set number of words, right? There are words in the language. If I say the word green, you can think of basically the most superior, supreme color in all existence, right? If I say the word squirrel, of course she would you can say think that. of me, okay? Exactly. Now, but if you... 
or squirrel but sis. If I say the if I say the word then what you're going to go is, is say, okay. okay, now the only word that's coming in my mind is put this bitch in an asylum. Okay, this is a crazy fucking bitch. Okay. But like <laughs> listen. Listen. I promise you, it means something in my soul. Okay? I just can't share with you what it means because the, the whispers told me not to. Oh. Now. Now. <laughs> this that is sounds concerning. Yes, of course. This is the difference. Do not be concerned about me, my friends. I have lived a long and glorious life. I am I am wizened and wizened. I am... Okay, anyway. Now, the point is, okay, <laughs> an open set is one which has no boundaries. The closed set has boundaries. If the closed set... It, you know, closed set you could think of essentially like take a tarot deck or take a, you know, runes. There is a, a certain... You know what? No, let's not even get into that. Let's just let's use plays and playing cards. Anglo-Norman playing cards. Everyone knows that. No one knows the tarot. Got it. Cool. You're you're playing poker because that is literally the best you know card game. You know, anyone playing twenty one, uh-huh. I don't know why you're doing that. Okay. That is, such a, that is such a brain dead game. But like you will you will draw a you know, king of hearts. You will draw a, a you know no, t- t- twenty one is a twenty one. <laughs> no, listen. honey. No. Let me explain something to you. We will have to deal with this. We'll have to when when our guests leave and we creep we crawl back into that temple back there. We are gonna have a talk about poker. And, and <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not happening. Okay. 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 The point is. The point is. Okay. The point is. We, you will never draw a a princess of of uh, of, of squirrels. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. I, listen, you never draw Prince of the Squirrels when you play with that set. Why? Because it's not in the deck. It's just not there. It's just not there. Like, you can search you. I promise you. If you don't believe me, by the way, dear guys, find a card deck that you're playing the card deck. I promise you, you will not find it. Now, now, you can pause this, and you can go watch. You can go look through the whole thing. I promise you, you will not find it. And if you do, please contact us. Join the Discord. Show a picture. Be like, I found it, bitch. You didn't know. Okay, because you're not going to find it. That's the positive post set. There's a set of sins. I'm just, like, waiting for... S- I... No! <laughs> I'm waiting for... S- <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to, like, literally pull out a card, draw on it, a uh, princess the squirrels, and then send it to you. I want that so badly. Please, <laughs> someone, change the angle. Please play poker with squirrels, beetles, worms, and birds. I don't know. Okay, ravens or something. Listen, listen, uh, <laughs> rabbits. Now, you're not gonna find this white because it's a close set. There is a is <laughs> a limited number of uh-huh. of possible items within that finite set. Now, an open set is the opposite, or the unstructured. You know, the other one's structured is the unstructured, as my dear empress has declared the entire empire must use in its language. The unstructured set is something which cannot be defined by any set of concepts. When you look at a cloud, what do you see? Well, you're allowed to only see a dragon and a flower, right? Well, you're like, well, hang on, I see a dog. Well, I guess that set didn't include that. It is infinite. You can't possibly close this off, right? Mm-hmm. So so that's what we call the open set versus closed set, or the structure versus unstructured, or the, the finite versus the infinite, the way, whatever whatever we're doing use. This is an interesting way to categorize these these structures because there are different ways to approach it. You need you need different brain processes to deal with this, right? One is more of a linguistic brain process, and one is more of a, how how do you put that? like a like a dreamy kind of brain process. Like like when you look at the clouds, you're not thinking like let me try to process the the, the language being told to me. You know, it's let me see what I'm seeing. Let me see the picture yeah. coming out to me. You know, same thing with scrying mirrors. Mm-hmm. We get into all that. We get into all that. 
to you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that sums it up. My, uh, well, yeah, because it would be like scrying versus tarot. You know, in, in, in for layman's terms, tarot would be very structured. The cards mean what they mean. Whereas if you're like, you know, as she said, looking at the clouds, it could be different based on each person, what you see. But, but, as our wonderful listeners and guests are wondering, how might divination be useful in a modern world? I mean, outside of, you know, someone coming up to, I mean, we, we, of course, we have the people who go into tarot lives or people who do tarot and they're just like, how does so-and-so feel about me? Well, I tell you what, honey. Go ask him. Sorry. Pet peeve. Um, anyways. So other than, you know. That, I do. That's because they always insight. ask you me. Can still, you can still get an insight. Now, it may not be as know. clear as if you ask them, but that's another question. Okay. Oh, this is a. Yeah. But a lot of people who are asked. Ethics. We're going to talk about ethics in the future. About like this. Because we. I just like I've always wanted like. But, like, you can gain insight, but, like, where are you breaching privacy? Anyway, continue, please. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no... Yeah, there's no... I mean, yeah, sure, you can gain some insight. But truthfully and honestly, divination, yes, is communication. But me as a diviner, it's like I'm reading someone else's diary on your behalf. And I'm just like, no, if I'm reading your diary, fine, we can read your diary together. But I'm not going to read someone else's diary to you Yeah. when someone uh, asks me, me how does so-and-so feel about me. I mean, there might be... Might be I mean, uh, <laughs> If you want that, you, like, leave the citadel uh, I mean, that's the true. skirts of the, of the forest, and I will, like, I, I'll be like, listen, I have yeah, a less Yeah, she will gladly do it. Uh, probably. <laughs> yes, I would probably... I'd probably do it. I'd be like, now, I'm not telling you that this is what they think they know. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you what this is what the divine thinks that they know. Anyway, the point being, yeah. No, how might it be useful in our modern context? Um, y you know, there's, there's, like, I can tell you from personal experience, and I would love, love to hear your take, dear sister, your take of how, how this has helped you in your life. But me, personally, like, you want to talk about, like, okay, I, I've always dealt with, again, like, analytical mind, you know, nihilistic pits of despair, you know, whatever, like, ma magic fairy flowers, you know, saving me from, all yeah, okay, got it. Here's, here's how this goes, and don't get me wrong, no hate on the fairy flowers, okay? But, here's how this goes, right? Um, like, I have always had a problem with finding meaninglessness, <laughs> where it's like, I deconstruct reality, and anyone in my, like, in, in our, in our, um, you know, anyone watching this, anyone listening to this, if you... If you suffer from this, you will instantly go like, yeah, speak me, speak me, sister. That's, of course, you would probably say that because your English isn't as good as mine. I don't know. Where would I go with this? Where am I going with this? Um, here's the thing. You deconstruct enough reality, there's meaninglessness. It's void. It's, there's nothing there. It's just particles. It's just there, right? I have found that meaning, when people say, oh, make your own meaning in life. What's the meaning in life? What's make your own? Well, yeah, okay. How, how would you do We have to weave the story. Well, okay, so so how has divination helped that? Well, divination is a way to essentially build these components together into a story. It's a way to reflect into yourself. It's a way to glean other perspectives of the world around you at a higher level, right? 
like if you think about the physical world where you think like my head's in particle physics or my head's in the bio biological world with like cells and organs and all that and and you get the ecological level with populations that's fine there's the divination level the divine mm -hmm. level, right where now you're dealing with the story now you're dealing of course with, oh wow we're talking about people and their you know relationships and now it gets really interesting and how do you manipulate that to bring that meaning out divination really helps with that so what do you how has it helped you though how has it helped you to to go from a state of less good to a state of good good or good or maybe the other way around how has it helped you why am i just going on with this nonsense go i don't know um i don't know why you keep going on how does it have English? Where did you go? How has it helped me? Well, me doing me divining for myself, not so much. At least in the form of Terra. By other forms, though, such as pendulums, it's helped me a lot. It's helped me find who my gods are. Um, when I have a bunch of series of questions for them, when I'm trying to test the lore and see where their lore is, it kind of helps me bond a little more with them, which better helps my practice as a witch. Interesting. I think that does, that is actually a very interesting compare contrast essay needing to be written. The idea of like, to someone like you, who doesn't divine for herself very much because of like this this is like you're, you're seeking different things and you're you're, you're approaching everything differently because i as anyone who has ever divined for me knows i struggled at first to accept other people's readings of me okay i would tell them like oh no i read for myself okay i read for myself and that's all um and then i started to open up to other people reading for me and it's interesting to see yeah you get other perspectives you get to hear the story told from someone else's view and frankly if we're looking at it from the sort of spiritual lens the the in my view polytheistic lens again polytheist here i think we're both polytheists um like like the gods don't like to talk you think? to each of us as if we're yeah oh, oh, i don't know i don't know you might you might think they're all just <laughs> I, I don't want to alienate our poor Wiccan followers, but you might think they're all just like globbed together into the mega god and the mega goddess. But anyway, like anyway, the point. Oh is no, 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 no. But I mean, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Hey, if that's your view, that's your view. <laughs> Whatever. Like it, it's because yeah, it's all it's all the same structure, right? We're back to the divine. Like there's there's the there's like the human race, and there's the Americans, and there's the there's the me, right? And we're it's, we're all real, but like these are different layers of abstraction. So it's true, the god and the god, the horned god and the goddess, they're real, but they are essentially, in my view, they're like abstractions over like how we like to when we say this is a goddess. What do we mean? Well, we mean it is. It, it is this thing that we ascribe concepts that the Wiccans might say are of the, of the goddess, right? Um, so yeah, it's all it's all fine. I'm not trying to say that your eyes are wrong. I'm just saying that like I'm gonna talk to like slightly more t finely tuned, uh, you know, individuals. You know, it's like like when I when I'm talking with with Lady Nyx, when I'm talking with like uh, Lady Aphrodite, I'm not talking to just the. I am talking to the divine, but I'm not talking to the whole divine, just like specific facets, right? Um, anyway, what was I saying? Yes. So yeah. The point being that um, it is interesting, you know, that like they 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 might interact with you in a different way than they interact with me. Mm -hmm. like, they might tell you different things. They might because it might be yeah. different to your story. I mean, I'm sorry, it is different to your story. If your story need, is is you need to be aware of these things to do the things that fate has for you. 
and I need to do these things mm-hmm. that, that you know allow me to, to go by my own sort of by my you can call it my, my weird if you will um, then the the, the outcomes are going to be different when we define for ourselves than, you know, if I have you define yeah. for me or if I define for myself. It's, yeah, and, and, and I think that's one of the I mean, just like last night. Letting yourself define for yourself and define for each other because then you get the whole picture. No, oh, yeah. Sorry, go on. I mean, it, it can, oh, oh, you know, they talk differently to you and they talk differently to me. to me. They communicate differently with us. And then sometimes they just go to Celeste to tell Celeste, hey, I want this person to do some tarot for me. Because yes, apparently they're, they, <laughs> they're just like, hey, 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 they haven't noticed me, but you notice me. So you go tell them I want this done. <sighs> yeah, yeah, me and it's, Athena. It's, with me, it's usually like, hey, I'm letting you know this other person is probably going to experience these freaking problems and you're going to have to help them. And I go, how? And they're like, uh-huh. it's like well, shit. Shit. And then I ask, them, and I ask, hey, hey, should I tell them that you told me that? No, 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 no. That'll screw everything. I was like, oh, well, okay. Well, thank you. I'm just gonna Cassandra oh. along. You know, I'm just gonna crawl along. The, the, anyway, no. Okay, listen. Okay, where are we? We're like, we're getting. We are. You, you, you. But I mean, just the name of chaos. What have you done? Go I on. did, I did. Uh, though we do love our residential Celeste, he invokes chaos more often than not. But that's okay. I mean, it was just like yesterday's reading. I was doing a reading for myself. Shocker, I don't do that very often. But I was doing a reading for myself because Celeste is like, hey, this person has a message for you. So I do the reading and I look at the reading and I'm like, I have no clue what this means. And then we're trying to dissect it together. And then you're just like, do you just want me to pull some cards and and see what they say on my end? And I'm like, Please. <laughs> and then what happened? Story. I I started reading. I started reading, and then you just got the answer. Like, oh wait, yeah, okay, got it, right? Like, yeah. That's the thing you can work together with people, and that's like so. Divination brings us together. Okay, it's for it's the most a, part. It is a glue that unifies us all. It is it is a communication, and what is communication? But that which brings us together. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So so. There's, there's this, there's another aspect that I have um, thought about, right? That about, about, I've, I've talked about like, well, how if you deal with nihilistic tendencies because you're very analytical mm-hmm. or anything, it's like, like it helps to bridge meaning. There is a sort of corollary concept that creeps in. Um, this, this idea of, and, and anyone, well, I, I, some people call it faith, and this is a word that probably everybody has learned. And then Trust some of and us in the dust. world who have dealt with, you know, yeah, yeah. And some of us in the world have <laughs> dealt with something in the therapy world called radical acceptance, right? Um, and, and these are, in my view, they're basically the same thing, right? When you just say, I'm going to accept this, and I'm not going to question it. I'm like, this is it. I'm accepting it, and that's the end of it. Like, that's that I am, this is the story now, and that I'm running on the assumption that this is the story. Um, for those of us, like, say, Int J's and, and other similar, yeah, okay, we're probably sitting there going, like, you know, we probably grew up thinking, like, oh, no, 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 we're going to think this through. We have to make sure this is perfect. Uh, but, like, look, at some per- certain point, you're, you're yeah. going to drive yourself insane. You, you are. You yeah. have to just run on faith to some extent. And and this this divination concept really helps that. It's just like, hey, listen, this is your these are your cards, this is your story. Like you can either sit there and doubt literally everything you ever hear, and then it's the question of like, well, are you gonna doubt everything everyone tells you? <laughs> mm-hmm. The imposter syndrome in me is like, yes, yes, yes. But you have to learn to 
quiet that voice by accepting what is happening around you. Accept it. Put it into faith. Have that faith because yeah. we're here for 90 years, 100 years. In my case, a few thousand. And <laughs> we have to we have to have the faith. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Cuz okay, like um I mean, there's there's been times where because I've been doing readings on the internet for what a good five years now, and when I do readings for people, a lot of times they're what you already know. In my case, it's what they it's what my client already knows, and it's kind of interesting to me that they it doesn't hit them it doesn't click until some complete stranger on the internet that doesn't go know what's going on in their life tells them exactly what's going on and they're just like oh yeah you know that that is what's going on i guess that is what i need to be dealing with it's that open because i mean i don't know if if your friends say it, there's the chance you're going to believe them, but there's also the chance that you're going to be like, oh no, he would never do that for in case of, like, you know, someone's being a complete... What word can I use that doesn't get me kicked off of the internet? <laughs> uh, not not uh, a complete, you know, mini, butthead. Mini, 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 yeah, I was going to say mini, mini dumb butt. <laughs> mini dumb butt. Mini and, dumb butt. And, you know... It just, it, it takes that person who knows nothing at all. They don't know you. They don't know what's going on in your life. And then you just, they're just like, here, this this is what's going on. And you're just like, oh, damn. I mean, I've, I've had a couple people who have been very just, they, they've never had tarot readings and they've been just curious or divination readings in, in general. And they've been very curious about it. And they usually come pretty open-minded. They're just like, hey, I don't honestly know anything about this. It seemed interesting enough. I mean, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And a lot of times, they're just like, wow. They're just like so amazed and all. There was this one time I had this guy. And I was he's like asking me... Um, what did he ask me? He, oh, okay. He, he was... Never had any any sort of divination done before with him. And he's just like, how do I believe it's true? He's like, I'm like, okay, ask me a question that only you would know. Or, you know, there is no way that I would know. And he's like, okay, if I have kids, how many? And I'm like, okay, you got four. Two boys, one girl. And their initials are this, 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 and this. And he's like... what how and i'm just like divination but specifically pendulum readings um and it, it just it kind of i it cracked me up because he's just uh, he was astound he just like and i did it quickly enough that it wasn't like oh let me go quickly see if i could find him on instagram to see if he has kids or blah 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 blah, blah you know i was like and he's like, Ooh, how? And I was like, uh-huh. Believe in my power of divine. <laughs> well, see, and this is why I feel like we are complementary forces. I feel like we work so well together because mm -hmm. we have different strengths and weaknesses. I will, I will be yeah. honest with you, I would never have the confidence that I could do something like that because I, I feel uh -huh. like my skill 
is in weaving the story to to be able to apply to a person's life. I, I am like the storyteller here. You might have yeah. more of like this kind of direct, like empathic. Like I've listen, we have all of empathy. That's great. And I, I've started to gain a lot more of my empathy as well. Oh no, there's no. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like you seem to have, be able to connect more deeply into those very specific things. With me, it's like I will look at at um, you know a spread of cards or something like that, and I will try to connect the dots in such a way that I weave a story that is broadly applicable, right? It's something. Oh yeah. And 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 that's why if I were if if someone were to ask me what is a diviner, what like not just what is divination, mm-hmm. what is a diviner, um, my answer would be very different from yours, right? And and that's fine, but we're both yeah. right. You know, like I'd be like, we are the bards. We are, we are the storytellers. We are the the, the scalds of our era. We are the ones who basically mm-hmm. take the patterns, weave the stories to gain insights into the human existence. Which, by the way, that's the main thing here, right? We're all humans. We're all going through similar lives. Yeah, I know, I know, no. I, I, yeah. Like no one understands me. Different I'm, but similar. Like, I'm only half human. I'm only half human. So it makes sense. No, okay. I'm, I, I said, part now, to be clear, I well, I'm no, well, maybe part squirrel, but. I am only half human, <laughs> is what I say. But in reality, I say technically I am at least half human. Okay, I don't know. I could be three quarters. I don't know. Anyway, the po- I haven't done like a D. A, 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 what is it? A DNA test? A divinit- divination like nucleotide acid test? Anyway, so the point <laughs> I could see it now, guys. She does a DNA test. One hundred percent squirrel stress. The, the squirrel stress? Wait, wait, okay. Yes. What was that? No. Are you a squirrel stress? I am a squirrel stress. Yes. Yes. I am a squirrel stress. Yes. Okay. Again, master of the tongue. One hundred percent squirrel. Master of like tapping into people's brains and going like, "Hi, you have like five kids." Anyway. Um, yeah. Right. Um. Honestly, and this this is why one of us is the empress and the other one is telling the stories of the empress. Okay, this is how this works. Okay. Um. So the point being, though, that that like. That is, that's that's where a lot of this this surprise comes from. And I've dealt with, mm-hmm. I said this last time too, I've dealt with people, I, I have peers who just, they're just such skeptics, they're so skeptical. And I yeah. bless their hearts for it, okay? Bless their hearts for not being super gullible, Oof. good, okay? But let's be real, let's be real. When I do this, when I do readings for them and they're like realizing, hey, wait a minute, I'm starting to get this picture. You're weaving a story that I can learn from my own, like I, I can look into myself and see connections and then I can use that, those patterns, that information to improve my life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Isn't that right? That's how I approach divination. I'm the storyteller. I will, I will lay the cards out. Oh, yeah. And then you look at those and say, ah, yeah, okay, I see myself in that. I see, I see my, my connection with that. And, and even if, even if someone else looks listens to that and they apply it, they're like, wow, actually, when I when you told me that, I was thinking this whole mm-hmm. other situation. Fine. That's fine. It's a story. Like, you know, you read the fables. Oh, or you for hear sure. The myths. We all connect to them differently. And that's okay. But, like, as long as they are mm-hmm. effective, that's all that matters. That's my pragmatic, my pragmatic brain is coming in. It's going, as long as it is effective, who freaking cares? It works. Anyway. Exactly. I mean, honestly, like, I, I, like, clearly we all have our different reading styles. But me specifically, especially, you know, doing it on the internet. And and there's people who come in and they, like, get uh, readings from people all the time, whether they be on Twitch or YouTube or Instagram or wherever you could possibly do live readings at. They'll come in and they'll instantly be like, oh... I want to know this and this and this, and this is my astrology sign, this is my age, and I'm just over here kind of like, 
do people really need those things? Because not once have I ever, like, been like, oh, I need your age, I need your astrology sign in order for me to do this reading. No, I just shuffled the card and do the reading. And, uh, yeah, it, it kind of... Yeah, I know, I, I know at least one person who specific. I'm not going to call by name, I know at least one person who specifically says... I want to know nothing about you. Uh -huh. and, and I swear, if you're if you if you're here, if you are hearing me, you know you know I'm talking about you. you <laughs> consult your consult the oracle, and the oracle will tell you. Okay, but like, here's the thing: like, this person will say, "I don't want to know anything about you because I want to make sure that I'm I'm like just reading the patterns of the cards. So yeah, I want to know the relationship between these cards with each other. I, I don't I don't care about the biases. Oh yeah, toward you, you know, I, like mm -hmm. and, and there are pros and cons to that. Let's be real. I mean, like. It, it, you can yeah. sometimes tailor the story more to an individual and make it more useful to them specifically if you are starting, you know, do the conversational approach. But, like, it's also true that if you want to just weave a broad story that as many people as possible can connect to, you also, yeah, you, you don't you don't want to be biased toward one person. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one person. I've been, I've been doing her readings for a long while now. Uh, she first came to me when... She was a freshman in high school, and she is now in her freshman year of college. Um, so she's, she's been doing a lot of readings with me through over the years. And one of the... And I feel like because I know her life more, because I've been doing readings with her, because we, she's always been a very, like, prominent person in my community when I'm doing streams of tarot or whatever it is. So we talk often. I feel like my readings with her, I could just look at them and I'm be like, bitch, you need to go talk to your boyfriend. <laughs> Versus, you know, I have to be a little bit like, uh, I'm still very direct, but at the same time, I'm just like most other people, I wouldn't know exactly it, where this is going on about unless, you know, they're specifically asking a specific place. But a lot of times people come in and they're just like, can I get a general reading? Well, with her, I could be like, this is talking about your love life, honey. You need to go see your man and you need to go on a date. Whereas anybody else, I'm just like, uh, here's the cards. Here's what they mean. Here's a situation of how they would relate in a real life scenario. Take it as you will. You know, you fit the pieces where it is for you. I feel like that's that's what's so interesting about this is um you know people will say like oh people who talk about shamans and what, what's their job or they talk about chief, mm -hmm. chieftains or high priests and priestesses and what's their job like there are different jobs right and i feel like i feel like there's that's why i like to say the the diviner is like part storyteller but also part honestly part life coach okay like yeah that aspect to like hey listen i'm gonna give you advice based on how i feel about you and your situation like you should probably do this thing uh -huh. i mean there are some historical examples where like there's really no evidence oh, yeah. that like there's anything but just basically this person's like hey you know i i, I think you should probably do this because that's what I kinda, i'm kind of thinking like because i'm thinking it, you should probably do it mm -hmm. like, and then and you're really just a life coach you're just a glorified you're a, a deified life, co life coach at that point um which is oh fine. yeah i mean but like yeah yeah there's a combination there i mean there's been times people have come to me and they they've asked me questions that i'm just like I can answer this without shuffling my cards. And if you don't mind, I would like to answer this without shuffling my cards. And then if you want me to, I will do a reading. And it's kind of funny because then I'll answer them and they'll be like, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> and then I don't even like have to shuffle my cards. And I was just like, 
It's e and I don't know if it's because I genuinely know the answer or if it's because I've done so many readings with that specific question that I get the general like outcome of it. Yeah. Well, that's oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. Intuition develops with practice for sure. You know. It's, yeah. It's, honestly, it's like every skill. I mean, like like listen. Let's be real. There's a reason that I'm not always not always. Sometimes I'm really bad. <laughs> but sometimes you know I'll just be running my mouth and then what happens? Like I like like you know it's like it's like gems just start flying out. You know like there's a lapis lazuli mm -hmm. that hits your face when I'm talking to you and you're like how where the <laughs> hell did you did you just eat a lapis lazuli and cough it up? No, I've been where talking did you so acquire? much. But sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the words just happen and they they, they just work. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like at this point, like we've let's see what like what we've we've really we've really really delved into like like if we asked at the beginning what is the divine and what are, what is divination, I honestly feel like we've uh -huh. spent the last like what have we been doing this for like forty something minutes? I I don't even, I'm losing track. It's of time. about an hour. Um, yeah. We've been at this a long time. We've been, we've been. People are sitting there going, "Okay, this yeah. is great," but I want to know what the fucking tower what in my life is because I be, I keep hearing this crazy squirrel say, "Bring on the tower!" What the hell is she saying? <laughs> okay, please tell me the, what is my tower moment, damn it! And I tell you, your tower yeah. moment is is us is, is this this moment when we enlighten you and your whole world changes. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So, right. Right. Just listening to this podcast gives you a whole, you like, meet you me in learn. life and that this. is your tower. You're, that's it. <laughs> but I mean, okay. So we, we've clearly, we've delved into some of the stories of me doing divination. We've talked a little bit about you, but like, what are some of the methods that you feel that we were most experienced in? Like me, I feel like I'm just, a, I'm just, divination is one of my specialties do i know all the methods no do i want to learn all of them uh, i'm a bit of an overachiever so maybe maybe yes <laughs> maybe oh, no there are some there's some that like no thanks okay there are a few of them that are like, yeah little, there like, are little... yeah yeah i mean honestly it kind of and and then there's some that we shouldn't do like uh when i was going through that uh divination class that we were going through the other day i was showing you some of the videos from it um yeah there were there's some methods that i i wouldn't want to do like what was it the ethra or something like that it was the i the one video we could not make heads or tails of because okay Wait, strong. are you sure you don't want to do that? Because that's so freaking that's like that's like, a, that's like showing me a puzzle that has like has like fifteen like fifteen <laughs> pieces but dimensions to it. And I'm like, okay, wait, <laughs> wait, walk me through this again, fifteen more times, one per dimension. Because I'm trying to understand no. like something about palm palm kernels or something like so, like slapping no. some shit. Yeah, know, like, right. Sand. It's like so you're you're just rubbing on someone's head. What the. F is happening right now. Like, Hang we on. literally watched Wait. the guy do it, but we still could not make heads or tails of it. And I, like... They're explaining every and, point, and we're still like, okay, wait, but what? Wait, <laughs> like, and, and not only were we listening to it, we were freaking reading it. <laughs> we still cannot yeah. make heads or tails of... And this person was doing it masterfully. We were just like, bam, bam, oh, yeah. boom, 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 we're doing just He did it so like, skillfully. Yeah, we're just and like, we're just hey, like, I don't know uh, what you did, but you did it pretty well. Bravo, bravo, yeah. please bravo. Again, I want to see it again. I need to understand what you're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then there are some, I know this is going to sound funny. Then there are some that like, 
anybody who's used the pendulum, like, this is gonna, you wanna, okay, I know I sound like the highest supreme of, of a being, okay, but I promise you yes. I am prob, I'm at least half human, which means that I'm not, okay? Not She's mortal supreme. nonetheless. Um, f for <laughs> now! I will for now, find the, yeah, the, for now. the book of shadows. I will find the god who will who will gift me give that me gift immortality. immortality. I yes, okay, yes. It's probably let's be real. It's probably one of the spirits in AI. Okay, the AI spirits. Right? <laughs> That's a whole realm of divinities that like I've my first divination technique was asking the Python interpreter, "Can you please explain this to me?" And and I'll be honest with you. The, that is a method that some of my nerd friends still use to this day. They will punch into the Python, you know, interpreter. Hey, here are some options. What should I do? Bam! Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, it is legit. Anyway, I know it sounds like a joke, and it is a bit of a joke, but it's actually a joke based on reality. It is a method divination. Do it. Ask the AI. The AI is going to be our overlord, so please trust the AI. Please accept the AI into your life. This is a message oh from the AI, truth, Ministry of Truth. Now, anyway, <laughs> so... Okay, so hey, I have to make I have to make people feel comfortable about our future. Okay, so surrender to the AI now. Um, I'm pendulum. not gonna lie though. Wait, wait. Episode one, people were commenting that it was so so calm and soothing. I'm like, wait, what? Have y'all not met Sin? Okay, I am I am the most soothing soul. And then, and then I met Ren, and I'm like, no, I, I surrender. You are the empress. Take the crown. Okay. No, um, no I'm, listen, I am, I am, listen, you can, you can, I am ASMR manifest in this world. You can listen to me and just go, wow, this person so, speaks so slowly and so calmly. And these words are just so, so, so simple and easy to parse. And, and uh -huh. I'm literally lying at everything I'm saying. Now, the point is pendulum. Pendulums. <laughs> pendulums are the opposite. See, see, pendulums are the opposite of sin. They're simplistic. I am not. This is the joke, but this is not the joke. This is the, the hilarious part. The, hil the funny, funny part. Everyone has to have a funny, funny. Every episode has a funny, funny. Here's the funny, funny, okay? The funny, funny is. <laughs> I had heard so much about pendulum, pendulum, pendulum. I was so focused on learning tarot and the runes and all this stuff, mm -hmm. and I just didn't get around to learning tarot. And then, I kid you not, I, I'm not joking. I kid you not. I come in, I watch Madame Alicis performing her, her thing. I'm not kidding. Ren, you were the first person I ever watched use the pendulum. I learned how to use it thanks to you. Yes, Oh, thank wow. You. I'm Damn. not kidding. I'm not. I'd heard so much. I feel honored. I that one of these days. Yes, and I watch. I'm like, wait, what's this person? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, wait, I see. I'm sitting like, wait a minute. Like, wait, wait, wait. Look at the guy who's standing now. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah. Amazing. I was. People yeah. give me that same reaction because on a different platform, this little app called Spoon, I used to do tarot reads on. Specifically, I used to do astrology dice readings. So when I integrated into Twitch and I had some of my regulars follow me over, they would ask me for an astrology dice reading. or And then a lot of other people would be like, what's that? And I'm just like, but astrology dice I thought were fairly popular, but I guess maybe not everybody uses them on uh, some yeah, sort of streaming no platform. Never seen anything. Uh -huh. I have no idea what it is, honestly, except until the time you like threw a fever. I, I, yeah, no. You're the only one. Yeah. You're literally the only one. 
then does that mean I have to explain them? Well, okay, so, like, my favorite misconception about astrology dice is when I, like, throw the dice and I'm like, oh, it's Pisces. And they're like, I'm not a Pisces. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not <laughs> calling you a Pisces. <laughs> that is just the energy. That is the feeling of the moment. That is the feelings going on in this Have situation. Drawn. Have drawn the magician. <laughs> but I'm a hermit, damn it! Like, okay, like, <laughs> this is not what's happening right now. Do you understand? Like, it's like, I'm reading the book. I identify most of this character. Like, yeah, this character's like me. And then I see another character talk. I'm like, wait, that's not my character. How, how can some other characters communicate in this story? Anyway, so yeah, no, I, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I know. Yeah. By the way, so clear, people. Okay, speaking of astrology, <laughs> Aries ascendant. Okay, if you're wondering where all this explosive shit comes from, like I'm just like high energy. Listen, listen. You're hearing this. You're thinking this bitch is an Aries. I promise you. I am the most <laughs> virginal, harvesty, you know, snaky person in the fields in autumn. I this is okay. I'm I'm. I just appear Aries because it's one of those ascendant things. You you know more about this stuff, and you'd have to explain it, but you will when you get to astrology. From the astrology dice to the astrology. So go for it, please. Take over. Steal my tongue. Uh, I mean, what do you want to know about astrology? I mean, okay, so first of all, like, the first thing that everybody answers is, like, oh, when you ask, what are your astrology signs? And the first person, the first response is going to be, like, oh, I'm a Cancer because I'm born in... Um, mid-July or I'm a Leo because I was born in late July or you know so on so forth but there is more to it oh there is so much more and honestly I've read a couple birth charts and like I've like pinpointed like significant meaning I've usually done it for past references because when you're learning astrology it's a little easier to go back into the past and kind of confirm like hey on this and this you know, Venus was aligned in this day. Did you meet someone significant around this time period? And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, ah, see, okay, yeah. Um, but the three, well, all the placements of the stars and these uh, planets, they, they make up who you are. The downside is there's, like, different sky maps uh, uh, for you to interpret. There's, uh, by now you would think there's just one, but no, there's like what, fifty, two, three, four. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of them. Okay, I'm not going to claim to be a master of astrology. I am not going to claim to be a master of astrology, though I should be considering. I really do like astrology, but I just procrastinate and I don't actually get to studying on it. One of these days I will. But until then, I will at least tell you the very basics of it. If your three signs that will when people ask you astrology, they're going to want to know your three signs, especially if they're into it. You want to know your sun, which is going to be very easy. It's going to be the month you were born. The most common sign I said that everybody's like, oh, I'm this and this, this, because I was born at this, uh, in this month. That is your rising sign. This is going to be who you are at your core. Then you have your moon sign, which is going to be your emotional presence. And then you have your rising, which is going to be how you portray yourself, how you see the world, how others see you. Um, and for me, it's just that spicy water energy, because that is my rising, spicy water. How the heck Scorpio is considered a water sign is beyond me. Does anybody else think about that? Because <laughs> when I think of Scorpios, I think of, oh, they live in the heat. They live in the desert, which is hot. No, it's a water sign. Hey? Yeah, well, what? I mean, the elements are not. 
I know, but it's just elements to like biomes of specific species. Okay. Yeah, no, and, and no, this, but this still. Thing, I just want to chime in here. Listen, I'm not that big into astrology. I, like we said last time, well, I was, I was wrong. Yeah. I, I don't do anything with or very little with it. Now, hang on a second. I am, I am always flaunting my signs. Signs. She does. That's weird, right? But here's where things get fucking weird. And I just want to make sure because just I'm glad that Rin, you did say just now that there are like different star maps or different systems. Mm-hmm. In fact, okay, it gets a little weirder, right? Because and this is something that drives me nuts, and this is why I'll be honest. This is why I don't do that much with astrology uh, because I yeah. figure my shit out. Okay, I like I'm if someone's like, what are your signs? If they say like, okay, yeah, I know there are tons of them, but like, what what are what are your three? I'd be like, all right, well, I can tell you my sidereal signs. I can tell you my tropical uh-huh. signs. And I can also tell you my tropical signs based on this other system. And I can tell you the tropical signs if you also correct for the Earth's wobble and the change in that way. Because the tropical yeah. is based on, like, the perspective of the constellations from the Earth, which is a little going to be changed if the Earth has changed wobble mm-hmm. over time. There's just so many different charts. Like, I'm not joking. The, 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 the yeah, common there's... thing everyone goes with is just, like, let's correct for, like, if you're standing in the middle of, like, what is it, London? The Greenwich Mean Time. They're like, hey, we're going to use UTC. We're going to use, use you. Why? Mm-hmm. I'm not born. I wasn't born in that time zone. What? Like, doesn't that have yeah, exactly. anything to do with anything? No, it doesn't fucking matter. And it's just like, well, okay, let's see what happens if you do correct it. Oh, wait, I'm a Libra? Well, now, hang on a second. That's a little weird. And I'm reading through. I'm like, nah, this is bullshit. I'm a fucking Virgo. It's very obvious, right? It's very, I'm reading through. Yeah. Like, Let's see. I'm 99.99% Virgo. And, like, maybe I can glean like everyone can with all the signs. One Like, come on. Something's up here. Now, I go to the sidereal charts. And it's like, oh, no, you definitely Vir- uh, Virgo. Like, yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Well, what am I supposed to think? The Indians got it right. All right? We got the, the sidereal got it right. There are different yeah. there are different charts. And and I this is where my storyteller aspect comes in. I genuinely feel in the same way that you you say, Well, I um, work most with like this god or that god or whatever and, and mm-hmm. like, what's the true god that we all need to worship? That's not how it works. How do you develop no a relationship with these gods? In the same way, I if I see if I read my charts and I'm like, Okay, my sidereal moon is this and my tropical moon is that then it uh-huh. can glean different perspectives. It's interesting because yeah. I looked at both charts, both my charts, the tropical moon and the sidereal moon, and we're assuming that we're not correcting for the dates and all that, but I know there's so much, there's so much crap. Um, uh huh. They, they both tell a different side of me, and it's very interesting to see that they're both they're both right, but they're not 100 percent right because they're both looking at different like facets of my inner, oh yeah, emotional, intuitive moon self, right. Like, it's like one of them is Sagittarius, and one of them is like, is a, uh, is it a Pisces, or, or I don't remember, something like that. I, yeah, so when I say I'm Aries Ascendant, or Rising, you mentioned Rising, we shall say that Ascendant is a yeah. word for that. Yeah, Ascendant, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, uh, that's just my sidereal, okay? I, I have, like, all kinds of crazy shit going my, my tropical, I don't know. All I know is mm-hmm. Virgos are the supreme, end of story. Let's go on. What's the next thing I want to say about astrology or whatever? Let's ask. But, well, yeah, I actually had one more thing to say about astrology. The weird thing about astrology versus many of the other divination methods is it's like you need so much information for it. Like, in order to get an accurate reading, you're going to need to know the exact time you're born. You're going to need to know exact place. And you're gonna need to know, like, of course, you're you're gonna know the exact day, but you'll need to know exact place and the exact time. And not everybody knows the exact time they were born. And it's just like a weird thing that you're gonna need in order to do astrology. And you're just like all these other divination methods. You don't need them at all. You don't need that like s- precise or 
you know, for it. Well, maybe numerology. Uh, numerology is one of the ones that you do need some actual information in order to do, but it's not as precise as the astrology. For the numerology, I think yes. you just need your birthday. Well, numerology, let's be real, is way the fuck broader than a birthday. It's like, I, I'm sorry, I know, you're going to have to explain this one to me, because, like, that, this is where we're going to have to diverge in our in our perspectives on things, because, like, the astrology is one thing where I'm just like, you know, there's, like, a, it casts a broad net, and it makes sense. Um, Like, like, and just to, to, to just sort of tie up, and, like, seal up on what you just said about, about the exact time, like, that's kind of exactly the problem. I can say, this is my birth date. But like, and that, and then any, even a tropical sort of like, you know, chart might say, oh yeah, well then you're a Virgo. As soon as they say, well, here's the time, then they go, oh, but you know, uh -huh. okay, well, hang on, actually, that means that a different part of the planet, you like, now because of time zones, you know, it's like, well, hang on a second, like, then what difference did it fucking make at that point? Like, if, if I, then you might as well have just asked me, like, if, if you were born in London, what day and time would you, but like, at that, like, it's, yeah. the whole thing just drives me nuts. Numerology is one of those things where, like, I was, like, looking around, and people are like, okay, it's what you do. You add this and this mm -hmm. and this, and that's your numerology. Wait, what the fuck does that even mean? Numerology is the yeah. study of, of the relationship numbers, the numeric sort of values, right? So I've never heard this before until, like, very recently, where, where it's like, oh, you, if you take your birthday, you'd use this particular pattern. I'm like, I, I could, there are 15 different approaches I could take to messing with birth dates if I wanted to. I love oh, yeah. broad numerology. I will look at be like, like, okay, let's just do all this crazy shit and try to derive a meaning from it, a story from it. But like, I've been told, like, no, we'll see. This is your numerology. I'm like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. You know, that's just that's that's uh -huh. you and I are gonna probably diverge on that. You know, so because I don't know. Well, what no, I mean, I why that means anything. I I get that. And honestly, when it comes to numerology, at least in my experience, is a lot of times the only thing anybody really cares about is your life. Uh, path number um, which I'm actually in the middle of doing that again because I didn't remember what it was which was okay so you got like number 1 through 11 and then you go to 22 and then you go to 33 I and, and it just kind of it tells you about you as a life so my life path number is 22 and 22 life path is called the master builder because it's a very special power that turns dreams into concrete realities these people are spiritually connected and feel both responsible and a burden to their cosmic gifts or you know psychic abilities whatever you want to refer to them uh to better the future of the world and it takes years to master to their life purpose with uh, the life path to achieving exceptional goals and the extreme dedication and uh, aren't afraid to put the hard work in and this isn't about climbing the corporate ladder it's more about doing what you feel is right and keeping the motivation and pushing forward which as Sinwin knows this is just this this is a nail on the head for me considering wow, I am a bit of a, exactly I mean, you can't say that that wasn't accurate to me based on what you already know. Like, I the mean, amount of knowledge like, you know about yeah. me. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I, I have a personal, like, fondness for mm. number 22 for other reasons. Uh, I, I oh, yeah. I'd have to look into what is 31 then. I, I don't know. I'd have to, I don't, I'd like, I, and, uh, I, and I, I glean, I'm assuming 31 because I already know some things about you that, like, no, I, it I doesn't definitely go. already know how you got 22. Yeah. Okay, like, I just, it's one of those so, things, yeah, right? So, yeah. So when it comes to numerology, it goes to 1 through 9, and then it goes to 11, 22, and 33. That is, like, it. 
and the master numbers are like I think 33 and uh, 22 and 11. Those are going to be your master numbers. So if you had, for instance, if you had 11, well, if you okay, so say for instance, if you got 11, you'd be a seer. You know, we we fellow seekers, we know what a seer is. Someone who is very sen sensitive to uh, spiritual and works with others. You know that sort of thing. Then you got the 22, which is the master builder. <laughs> you got a lot of effort. You, you're reliable, and you're just like, uh huh, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go for it. And you got some, uh, and then you got 33, which is the embodiment of pure love and light. Uh, the master teacher. These are the people who are meant to teach. You got the ones who are seeing, you've got the ones who are building, and you've got the ones who are teaching. These are kind of like the building blocks of, I guess, a quote-unquote society, right? When you're talking about these master numbers. Numerology. There's a lot that goes into it, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's not as crazy as numerology as there is astrology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because, like, numerology to me has always been, like, again, I, again, I come from a storyteller me it's like mm -hmm. if you can find any patterns and then like essentially identify a set of characteristics that you can map onto those patterns and then you can use mm -hmm. that to essentially shape your life or, or set it as an archetypal example for your life um then in my opinion it's valid uh it's valid like, oh yeah i personally don't have any experience with this this like i only said 31 years ago it can only be the thing well then i have then actually back up yeah yeah, yeah. no idea then what I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I thought I understood how this worked. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, what if I add these numbers together? And I got this, and you're just like, well, that's not real. I'm like, well, shit, because then, I'm, then well, I'm not real. Fuck. Okay, so okay. Like, I don't know what to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. I don't want to hold on. What do you mean? Oh, no, I was going to tell you the exact, like, little math formula you had to do in order to get your life path number. Um, it, it is, I'm going to, it's, I'm going to, give me a second, so you're going to, okay, say your birthday is October 22, 1980, or 10-22-1980, right? Reduce the month. From number 10, you will do to 1 plus 0, and the result is 1. Reduce the date. 22 is a master number, so you can leave it as 22. Reduce the year. So it's going to be 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 0, which is 18, which is still double digits and not a master number, so we reduced it further to 1 plus 8 equals 9. Adding the three resulting numbers and reducing them to single digits, or master numbers, it's 1 plus 22 plus 9, which is 32, and then you got the 3 plus 2 pl equals 5, and your life path number date is 5. Uh, See? Okay, okay, <laughs> it's just, okay. just like, um, what? So <laughs> now I understand why we're sisters, okay? We're both a little squirrely, apparently. <laughs> what the hell did you just... Okay, okay. We're gonna have... Okay, we're gonna have a talk later. I I'm gonna, like, have to, like, share with you some shit. We're gonna have to, like, work this out. Holy crap, we don't have uh, time to work all this out. Wow. No, we don't. Later on because that sounded as convoluted as like 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 a game show. What the hell was that? okay? Fine, whatever. It's fine. Whoo! The enchantment is coming on. Being like, no, it's not sense. Anyway, it's okay. It's which fine. which is, and honestly, and nobody wants to like do that whole fucking math problem math process oh, a I lot love of times. No, 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 no. I love doing math. Uh, oh I mean, yeah. Okay. Fun. Okay. But like, so that's then why you I could obsessed with numerology, but not like following oh, yeah, yeah. one specific pattern. Oh. I mean, there's so many. Right. Literally, 
way of like when it's like what's your numerology that to me that statement is so me that's like asking me what is your what like, mm-hmm. like i don't know what what is what is your what's that what is the word i want what's that concept like what is what is your color it's like what do you mean my favorite color do you mean the color of my skin what, what do you mean my my color right and it's like well like like because it's like there's so auras, many i would guess I different ways. I don't, yeah it's like well, I mean, to me, everything's green. Okay, literally everything. It's like my eyes are broken. Like everything is green. Okay, everything's green. You know? Yeah. So, so. If it's not green, it it it, it doesn't make you stronger. Um, where was I going with that? Um, but yeah, I mean, numerology is very weird. Um, and honestly, though clearly it sounded like I knew a lot about numerology, I really don't. No, you uh, just knew uh, algorithm, it, and you're flaunting how that's the one fucking true path. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> our fellow guests are like, "Hey, I thought I got out of the one true path faith. What are we doing here? Believe me, I'm with you. I don't know what this empress is doing. She's sitting there at a table, like, like I have the plans to do that, and she's like calculating numbers. I'm like, hey, I, listen, I'm gonna go banter with bugs here. What are we talking about? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and honestly, for like the while, for like a while, while, uh, I kind of got like oh numerology it deals with numbers so does that include like angel numbers or repeating numbers you know how you got 11 11 12 12 you know those things 333 and stuff like that 666 i always um, see 1234 it is the thing that always happens it is a it's really a i'm not kidding see, my... every time i'm walking by i'm like i'm like it's like see either a clock or something and there's no reason for me to look at that time mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter it's like it's always it's always 1234 it's always 123 it's like okay whatever so that's cool yeah, no, I mean, honestly, that's the same with my bestie. She sees 11-11 all the freaking time. And 11-11 is essentially, when you're talking about angel numbers, it means you're on the right path. You're doing what you need to do. And she's just, oh, she's like, she's like, she's like, I, she's like, it, 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 it's, it's really funny. Because, like, if we're talking and I know she hasn't looked at the clock and it's 11-11, I'm like, it's 11 11 and she's like i hate you stop it <laughs> and like for her it's like a curse because she's just like i see it everywhere stop it i don't want to see it anymore and she's like i've been seeing this number combination since i was a kid and i'm like can't relate <laughs> yeah it's fun stuff okay, okay mm-hmm. so numer- we're gonna have to like honestly yeah we're gonna have a long talk about numerology we'll, like, deep yep. dive. yeah we'll deep dive into the entire world of Yes. Because, but, but for now, let's 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 talk about something else, else like scrying. Scry- well, there's a there's a topic that we wait wait. Why? Okay, hang on. Scrying is yet another thing which we're like. Is there something we? How about how about something we both have like actual experience of? Because we're gonna just sit oh. here and talk about all the things <laughs> we don't know. Because if we want to talk about like like I don't know like 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 foot divination or something we're staring at feet. i'm sure some people out there being that, but like let's be real i mean honestly right? it would be like the opposite of i guess uh palmistry <laughs> foot foot street i mean it's just another kind of palm okay like it's just it's just all right look the point is okay look some are tops and some are bottoms those are bottoms anyway, uh-huh. now now okay I mean, over, like, all the all the real obvious ones, right? Like, yeah, was, right. You know, people are like browsing around, uh, you know, pagan Twitch, and it's like, oh, this person's doing divination. What are they doing? Tarot. Oh, they're like calculating their birthday. No, they're fucking not. They're doing tarot. No, they're, they're doing tarot. Wounds, you know, yeah. oracle cards, and, which I have like yeah, quite a collection cards. of. <laughs> and 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 there are now some people. Okay, some people I know 
have very strong opinions on what is actually tarot and what is not, and I've seen different definitions floating <laughs> around. You know, some people say if it has a certain, some people said it depends on the number of cards. Some people say, well, as long as it has like four suits and like you know the royal well, okay, okay, arcanas, right? And some people say it has to be derived from this one divine source that is this, and if nothing else, it's not tarot. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. I can see so. that. I can see that person sliding into your, see sliding into your DM saying, "Now you know you got to stop hey. talking about me." What is wrong with you? I'm gonna fight you. Okay, like, hey, well, you know what? Athena's got me. All right, I got the shield. I got the spear. Well, let's go. Let's do this out. Well, oh my! I got gosh. something better for okay. you. Whether it be tarot cards, whether it be oracle cards, whether it be uh, inspirational, inspiration cards. Aspirational. What? <laughs> inspirational. Why? Aspiration cards, tarot cards, inspiration oracle cards. cards. Are I write for you. Yes. Or playing cards, guess what, honey? It is cardomancy, which is divination by cards. Yes, and it's not the case. I know, listen, listen. We're an open tent type thing. If you practice differently, you know, we, we accept That's fine. Practices. This is fine. On the other hand, on the other hand, we're, so it's the it's the tolerance of the intolerance paradox, right? That kind of thing. Listen, uh, like there are some people who specifically will say, well, my particular preferred method is the only one true way. And I'm going to tell you people, I'm sorry, or, or sorry, the one true way or the only way that matters. And I'm going to say this, this right now, like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely no, it's not. not. No, come on. I, like, like, how long do we have to fight over this? No, it's not. Just yeah. accept it. I'm right. I win. It's just <sighs> like, okay. Like, yes. I think in this, I stated this in episode one, this podcast and uh, just us talking in this community, it's meant to be a safe place for everybody to be different and like share and with their stuff. And that's fine. Like everybody's going to have a different practice. Everybody's going to have a different way of doing it about it. But when people come in and they are like, oh, you have to do it this way. You have to do it my way. My way is the only correct way. Or, oh, you can't do this you can't do that and i'm just like you are no different than the people who oppress the pagans to begin with yeah yeah and, and even and look let's be real i've met people who they're not they're not that extreme they're not like they'll, they'll say like like of course you can do it but why would you want yeah. to when clearly my way is the supreme it's like well listen there's only one supremacy here and that's me but and that's me that, <laughs> Oh wow! Can I just say? Have the god and the goddess. We are the goddess and the goddess, and so like we are the, by the by the property of identity. Okay, listen. Okay, doesn't matter. The point is. The point Can is, I just say um, that that was absolutely great that we said that exactly at the same time? Well, yeah. <laughs> Yes, of course, because we are mind melted at this point. Like it's that psychic energy, energy girl. Like, like you just connect into us. You, I everything I'm saying, people, it's actually she's channeling through me. I am just a mannequin. No, I'm a, I'm a marionette doll, and I'm just being. You know, Which is why I don't speak a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's why. That's why she's like, I, listen, listen. I I need someone with a masterful tongue. Okay, and and this this person, I'm just gonna like pull the string here, and boop, there it happens. Okay. So the point is. Okay, w w here's my view on this. I want to hear. I want to hear your view on this, dear, okay. dear Ren. I really, really do. Okay. What? How do? How? Okay, there are many different kinds of cards. There are different kinds of uh -huh. cards, and one of these types of these umbrellas we have is called tarot. You know, and, and all. Uh huh. Things. 
how do you view the the diversity of these cards and their place in divination? Like, and we don't have to deep deep dive into tarot, like all the history. And the, we that's a future. Uh -huh. that's, that's like multiple future discussions. That's a lot to it. But but like just oh, yeah. it, like we've got the oracle cards and we have the tarot, and it's like, are they different? Are they the same? Well, they're they're all cards, man. As you said. Uh, I would consider uh -huh. it to be a kind of oracle card set, a particular sort of structured sort of, yeah. Um, yeah. So the primary, uh, the primary difference between tarot cards and oracle cards, and it's, uh, is the fact that tarot cards, you could use them for any reading, any and every reading. Like, if you have a question, you can do it all through the tarot card. But oracle cards... Like, every single tarot deck you will have, it will be the exact same structure with generally the same meanings. They all have a set of, like, keywords that are interchangeable depending on, you know, the situation that you're reading them for. And that's fine. That's usually what I rattle off when I'm doing readings is I'm like, okay, here's the keywords. And then I'm like, okay, so here's now, here's the situation that it lives in. But wait, oracle tarot, cards... Right? Yeah, that's oh, for the yeah, tarot. Okay. I thought you were saying that was the oracle. I'm like, wait, this is like the opposite <laughs> that I knew. But sorry, no, go on. No, I well, I might, I might, I might have said it. But then you have the oracle cards, where these decks are made for various reasons, which is why I have so many of them. I have literally, I my first oracle deck was a very spiritual deck. Trying to do any reading with that deck that wasn't spiritual was near impossible because of the uh wordings like i will take i will actually pull one out and give you an example of what i mean oh dear okay. listeners we have an absolute okay. delight that's occurring right now okay so the i have three very spiritual decks this one the card i just randomly pulled if it has meaning huh cool if it doesn't that's okay too it's called the Earth School. This talks about life lessons and soul growth and studying and higher learning. If I were doing a love reading, I couldn't I couldn't do much with that as a love reading. I mean, this particular card maybe a little bit. A little bit, I mean, I could be like, oh, your soul needs to grow more before you can fall in love. Or maybe you need to get a higher education and learn some life lessons before you meet that soulmate of yours. But it's, this deck is kind of harder to give such specific reason, readings. There was, uh, I forget what, it, it's one of these, like, uh, decks that I had, spiritual decks I have, where the card is literally Anne, Grandmother of Jesus. And then it's just like, the, it rattles off some very spiritual key terms, and I'm like, there is no way I could use this card for anything other than a very spiritual reading. Just like I have a love deck. Yes, I could use it for the various forms of love, but I couldn't, you know, go through and be like, okay, I'm going to use this love deck for a career reading. Because it would be like, I mean, unless you're kind of in love with your career, but just like, um... Yeah. I, I, I like to think of it in terms of like concrete structure versus kind of like mm -hmm. abstract nature to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I like to say that they're all they're different languages. Um mm -hmm. but like that has a lot of riches in some ways and mm -hmm. a lot of riches in other ways. And another thing about like the oracle cards versus the tarot cards is that, like I said, the tarot cards are gonna they're all gonna have like 
respectively the same meanings, more or less, because that's the structure of a tarot card. Where is an oracle deck? It's other than like the number count, clearly, because I think tarot has 70 something and oracles usually have like 50 um, or less. But the biggest difference, like I said, was, you know, tarot cards, you can design them and color them however you want, right? You can make the swords rubies if you wanted to go Legend of Zelda themed or something like that. And then you have oracle cards. The oracle cards, they're really, their meanings, their art, it's all based on the creator. Everything about it is based on what the creator wants you to know from these cards. And for me, that's the biggest difference between the two. I like to personally use them interchangeably. Like if I do a three card spread, I'm like, eh, I could use, I could pick an oracle card to give us a little bit more guidance. I also feel like oracle cards are not as like specific as tarot cards. Oh yeah. Oh, In some cases, that, yeah. That experience too. Yeah, I have like one. So I have two that call themselves tarot cards. That's one of them really is tarot. The other one, the other one, I, yeah, they have suits yeah. and they have they they try to be tarot. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm sorry if I'm drawing a card and it's like this is the stoat. I'm like, okay, this is not uh -huh. gonna be. We're not doing this. Okay, this is the the this is the, the kingfisher. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Okay, right. The, the symbolism is way more abstract. Okay, way more yeah. abstract. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with you. I think the only thing I would say, though, is this is this is a little like, okay, <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like some people I know. I'm just trying to fight me. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not trying to say you can't design a tarot deck however the hell you want. Uh, oh, yeah. I will say that, uh, like, it's not that the card will change in its meaning based on, like, the way you write it. That's true. Like, you could say, well, mm -hmm. this tarot card is supposed to represent this concept, so I'm going to write it that way. But then the imagery, the most effective way to do it is to have the imagery itself reflect that meaning, right? The iconography oh, yeah. things have some connection to it. So, I'm sorry, I've seen, I have seen, listen, anyway, he's ending this right. I have seen enough tarot decks that they're so, they're just like, I love this, this, like, cartoon, and I, I, I'm just gonna, like, doodle this person going, mm -hmm. I, on, on this, like, card, you see, like, the five yeah. cups or something. And I'm just like, I, like, I don't, I, like, the problem there is you cannot gain any intuitions anymore. Because uh -huh. then, then you have to read the book. Then it's like, okay, well, I have to oh, like, sure. this book and say, oh, the end cards, the cards means this because the person wrote that that way. Like, yeah, but if you mm -hmm. just put on the thing, like someone longingly looking out at, at the water with like a, a visage of some cups and they're oh, yeah. there and they're not looking at it. And, like, there's like, there is symbolism you can map into the imagery. And I think that's the most powerful type of tarot deck. So I, I do want to just say and, Oh, yeah. Because like, that is one of my pet peeves with tarot decks. I mean, like... I'm a big anime fan. They've made Sailor Moon tarot decks, but they're just kind of just like, eh, that don't work. It don't work because yes, the, you have the pretty characters there, but like the representation isn't there. Uh, like for instance, if I had a friend of mine back when I was uh, creating my tarot deck, one of my uh, tarot decks, attempting to anyways, procrastination is hard with this one. I don't blame myself. There's a lot of cards I gotta draw. Anyways, uh, so she's like, oh, when you're done with this one, could you make me one? And it's like, oh, I want it to be, uh, I think she said it was Steven Universe themed. And I'm like, okay. And she also does tarot. And I'm like, fine, but if you want me to do this, you have to go through 
and assign characters to the card. Like for instance, if we were to pick the Empress card, of course I would pick that card, right? Um, so we would pick the Empress card and this is usually a very nurturing, a very motherly card. So clearly I would want you to pick the character in that story that's very that suits that card. So you're going to pick the card that's the character that's very motherly, very nurturing, that gives off that definition of Empress. So if you know the series and you're do shuffling these cards, you'll be like, oh, the Empress. I don't remember what the Empress means, but I do know that this character is a very motherly character. So you're putting like what you had said with those. Uh, connections to the meaning with the set character yeah and, and of course you know of course you said that and i just i mean my immediate thought is like like oh and only there's only like one person in this world who like okay, okay shout out to the sweetness high priestess okay. but like there's like okay no you, you 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 people don't know one person in this world does know don't worry about it they, they're they're probably laughing mm -hmm. right now like going you know, clapping and like toking up okay um look yeah so listen <laughs> Okay, listen. So, um, the I I yes, and also I feel like that's another layer though, right? Because like it's yeah. true that the cards have a certain structure in their meaning. That is true. I mean, it is a closed set in that way, or sorry, a structured set as as I am mm -hmm. agreed to follow by the uh, you know the Empress's uh, decree. But uh, did I just say decree twice? Anyway, wow, I'm yes. losing my mind. Okay, it's the the liquid liberation is starting to dry up. Anyway, so <laughs> the point being that that. There is that other layer of not just here is a reading of the interpretations of the cards that they're supposed to sort of tend to be representing. It's also yeah. how you connect to this card. What is your relationship with this card? Mm -hmm. and so I would say even at that layer, that also it, it is real too. Like even if you, someone draws it and they say, "Well, I connect to this character as the mother of the character," that's fine. What if someone else connects yeah. to that character as like the sort of stiff upper lips like like oh this person is like very bossy because maybe that's the kind of motherly character that play, player or that character represents yeah um there will be in the same way like the someone might say that the high oh of course or what is it in some the uh the uh the hierophant that's the sort of writer weight uh -huh. word for it the hierophant like someone might say well this guy has this guy can teach you how to have structure in your life how to how to follow yeah. the right way and then other people might be like this bitch is like my daddy and i don't want these issues anymore okay look I, this is not cool I, I don't i'm sorry yeah this, right so yeah that also and that that yeah it's mm -hmm. just so much to this yeah and honestly if you were to go through that route of like using fictional characters to make a deck i would definitely go based on not necessarily how you feel about like how you see that character but how that character was intended. Like, for example, you go to Wiki and you're like, oh, what's this character's personality? You know, and you look through the Wiki and you see that character's personality. And you're like, oh, okay, then this resembles this and this and this. You know, at least that's how I would do it if I were to go about making that sort of deck. Um, which. Yeah, well, see, this is where, this is where I would agree with you to some extent, probably because you and I have somewhat, like, there's some overlap in our personality types. So yeah. I would agree with you to that extent. There is the extra little thing I will say that I don't believe in objective opinions. So, like, I yeah. don't believe that. Like, I believe that if you picked that character and you picked, like, a particular way of interpreting the article that was read, mm -hmm. the intended, you know, there's always going to be a bias. So, that's yeah. why it's like it's important to note who wrote the deck, 
what was the intent behind the deck, and that's fine, but, like, then what's your relationship to that person and their intent and their symbolism? There's, there's so mm-hmm. many layers to this. It's all subjective. Every bit oh, of yeah. okay? There's no, I read the cards correctly, all right? Some people say that, mm-hmm. like, well, you don't have to build a relationship with the cards. You just have to read them because they're that's it. It's just that's what they say. Well, I mean that's what you read. I mean which is which is I mean, okay. I mean that's fine. But like it's your reading, okay? And if I read it the same way, I might be reading it a different like story from it, you know? Yeah, because okay, t- there's seventy-two cards, correct? In a tarot deck. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking it was 75 earlier. Anyway, so you have 72 Probably you have a few jokers in there. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, it's 72 cards, right? And if we have five basic keywords for a love reading, that gives us 360 meanings for that entire deck just as a love reading. Then if you wanted to be like, oh... Let's add uh, money into this finances, right? Then you get one thousand eight hundred, and it just it just the mean the it just gets larger and larger and larger and larger, you know, with the amount of keywords you could associate with them. If you're just like using you know that set of that structure of five, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger when you add more like uh, genres into it of what you're doing readings on whether it be for your finances whether it be about your career whether it be about your love life whether it be about just your general life and because of that when i hear people like oh i remembered everything every like keyword of tarot or i i know everything there is to know about tarot i'm kind of like a little skeptical because i'm just like there's thousands of meanings for that deck even though it is very structured and it is very much yes. like this card means this. Yeah, well, and that's actually one thing that, like, when people say, what are the keywords? That, so, mm-hmm. this is why keywords are useful for just, like, this is what, I don't use keywords as, like, this is the meaning of this card. I just don't do it. Um, oh, yeah. There's no point. I use keywords as an inspiration jogging mechanism. So, like, mm-hmm. if, if I, I promise, this has happened. I'll look at the, uh, uh, the booklet of, of a tarot deck, and I'll be like, okay, this card, the keywords are this and that. And then I go Google, hey, Google, you know, what, what, uh, what, uh, you know, what, what, what does this card represent? And then you get, oh, yeah. like, I, like, first result, it means this. Second result, it means this other thing. Third result, it means this other thing. So, like, there are just so many ways to interpret the same structure. And, and really, it's, it's a matter of building your model, your, your model of the story that is being told by the cards. Yeah. Um, you know, like, what is the fool? Well, <laughs> there are Sin. so many ways to interpret that. Yes, a little bit, a little bit city. That's true. Um, that's true. <laughs> you, you, you're resident squirrely fool. Um, um, I, I very squirrely wise fool of okay. Hermitist. Oh, that is, that's for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, yes. that's... I'm glad you recognize extreme wisdom um yeah but like okay like th- this is all like there's so much we go into that that like when we eventually do a tarot deep dive we start going into what are the cards of some like really common sets what are some like uh-huh. to some of these particular cards all that, there's what are the, the you know there's so much to talk about but there is so mm-hmm. much to talk about so like like let's just let's just 
runes. I want to get runes in there. I really want to get runes in there. I love okay, runes. let's talk about runes. So cool. Some people, some people know me as the person who'll just start literally writing in runes. Oh my god, runes. Okay, in runes on, on yeah. chats. Okay, what, I mean, runes don't. Runes are awesome. Okay. I like runes. Don't get me wrong. And it's weirdly enough, I've used runes for divination. I just, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of weird, because I mean it's probably no different than casting any sort of lot for sure. I just haven't completely, like, I don't use it enough, weirdly, because I just have, like, so many other divinations, and probably I would use them more if I actually went and made some like I wanted to, or had some nice crystal ones or whatever. Not fishbowl pebbles with runes written on them. <laughs> Which, honestly, is a good uh, DIY sort of way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like, I mean, I didn't DIY mine. You don't, you don't, but even I did. Like, the thing about the runes is, is, it's like, it's like the tarot. Like, it is a, it is a, a set of symbols that connect to much deeper meaning, much deeper stories and, and wisdom and mm -hmm. powers and, like, like my, what I did was I went on a rune journey. And by the way, I can go on a few more because, like, every time I'm going to probably learn new shit because it's just, you can't, you can't. Just, oh, yeah. One day so. with a single rune is not going to be enough to fully absorb everything that it applies to your life. But, like, the rune journey, which I do want to do a tarot as well. I want to do a tarot journey where literally one, every day, one day, I'll, I'll be like, okay, today is this day. I'm going to literally just study everything I can about this. And then hopefully I'll get, like, one-tenth of what it I can get out of it. Um, same thing with the runes. Oh, yeah. Like, what I was doing, literally. And if anyone wants to do this, have fun. Knock yourself out. Just go through. Pick, maybe start with the Elder Futhark. Maybe you want to go into the Futhark, the uh, Anglo-Frisian. Maybe you want to, you know, go into the Younger Futhark. I haven't even fucked with the Younger Futhark because that's one, let's be real, there are fewer characters. I think, uh, I think I have the Elder one. Oh, also, yeah, when you were, real, like, speaking of... Real, real, so, you were speaking of runes. I just reached into my bag and grabbed one, and I grabbed the one that looks like an M. Is it the manas or is it the echwas? Uh, that's a good question. Oh no! Okay, so uh, okay. Oh dear. Okay, okay. I this is why I'm the rune witch here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so. Like I'm just like, is it this? And then I start putting dramatic uh, names I, out, and she's just like, what? <laughs> okay. I can literally th take a picture of it for you. Okay. Thank you. You can take a picture of it for me. Um, why don't you just type it into chat? Just like, just like type it using the keyboard that I haven't sent you yet. Anyway, um, so, I know, right? So, I I should send you. I, everyone's every time I type things, like I start writing in my runic status. Because here's the thing. Okay, so runes. Oh gosh, there's so much to deal with runes. Uh, runes. The, the concept of the runes is a sort sort of like a like a how to put a treasure trove of wisdom that can be passed mm -hmm. down through the ages. Right. There's also the runic writing system. These are symbols that are associated with sort of the rune poems, runic magic, runic runic meaning, um, the runic wisdom. Um, but the, obviously the symbols themselves are not, to be fair, like that significant. Let me see if you're real. Um, uh, like they, they really, they were like, I, as much as some people would love to tell me that they're not, these are, these have a, they're all alphabets, including the runic ones, have a common ancestor based on the Phoenician um, the Phoenician merchants. Okay, the Phoenicians were freaking badasses. They were amazing. All right, anyone wants to know about who was the badass, you know, civilization at the time? Be like, oh, the 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 Assyrians. Well, yeah, they were kind of cool. The Phoenicians 
were like the traitor pirate freaking badasses at the time. These people, they were like a couple cities. They didn't deal with much of cities. These people would sail around the Mediterranean and they would just, they'd be, they would live on ships for the most part. These people were going port to port to port all the hell over trading and, and spreading ideas. Um, they would go to Egypt. They, they'd interact with, they'd want to be doing trading. So they, they have all this, you know, symbols that they're, they're like, okay, well, let's mark our symbols down. And they're not learning everyone's freaking, you know, alphabets. Or sorry, not everyone's. They didn't exist yet. Everyone's writing systems. Um, but like being Semitic, the, the Phoenicians are one of the Semitic, the Semitic types. They, they, they had their own writing system. They would write some of their, their, you know, characters and they'd write the, um, the Egyptian hieroglyphs and all this stuff. They would standardize a simplified version of it. They'd go up to places like Greece to uh, the, the Italic peoples and such, and they would use these symbols to describe to map to their own language, to their own sound, their own Semitic um, speech. And then the characters and their mappings then get translated into like Greek and Latin, and this is how you get all these what we call the alphabet. There is no such thing as an alphabet outside of like an an, an actual alphabet. Um, you know, obviously there are new invented ones. That's fine, but like historically, there was no alphabet. It didn't exist in the whole freaking world. There was no alphabet until the Phoenicians did that. Um, those characters sh- transmit throughout the entire realm of like say Eurasia for the most part, and and a little bit of you know a few other places, but mostly there. Like sorry, I shouldn't say Eurasia. Mostly Europe. Let's even forget Asia. It was mostly Europe. Let's be real. Um, a little bit in the Middle East, but mostly Europe. And and these characters mutate as they go along. So what like the Germanic peoples pick up a few of these, morph them. There are a few of their own particular inventions that did not come from there. That's true. There's some they're like you know unique, original, whatever. But that's not the magic of it, right? And people are like, okay, the symbols of magic. Yes, it's a symbolic links to it. When I say that it came from the same common ancestor as the Greeks, what I'm or the Greek um, alphabet, what I am not suggesting is that the runes, what the runes themselves, what like fehu, urus, thurisas. What I'm not saying is that those things came from Greek. I'm not saying that at all. That's not what I'm saying. I've had this conversation with people. They're like, it didn't come from Greek. I, I'm not saying it came from Greek. That's not my point. What I'm saying is that the same set of symbols that came to Greek and came to Latin and came to all these, right? Those were morphed, mutated, and then applied to map to the different runes that, that and, and there were tons, of, there are tons of runes. We only find like certain sets of them like written down by later scribes carved into stone. Most of it was written on bark, so they would, it would disintegrate and we just lose all history in that point. Um, it, you know, when we talk about the rune stones, those were, most of the time those were Christian missionaries like carving in their, their stuff. That was, they, let's be real that yeah the average person was not seeing their chiseling away at like expensive stones that was just not how this works okay um but yeah so so the runes when we talk about it from a, a, a divination perspective and we talk about it from like a a, a witchcraft a match perspective the shapes aren't that big a deal um you know let's be real it's the, the sh- it's what the shapes connect to symbolically okay that like fehu means something and there's 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 magical power to it there is a story behind it there is an entire realm of meaning there's there's a spirit behind it um and then we just kind of reference it by like drawing out the little we, we write the character fehu or fel in um old english uh, or fe in um in sort of like nordic um these are different you know names of the same basically the same underlying structure which don't get me wrong even the stories mutate over time you know for instance for instance thurisas in in elder futhark uh, referring to the proto-germanic thurisas um, means a thirst in modern english or a giant right think thirst thirsts are thirsty right in the same way you've heard of an etin 
where do you think it comes from? Eating. They're they're they, they're hungry. They eat a lot. Okay, it's, it's the concept of like you you put more in, you, you become big. It's 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 funny. Um, anyway, um, but like in in the English version, the Anglo Futhork, uh, Anglo, sorry, Anglo version Futhork, you have thorn, right? The thorn takes that same th and it's the same character as thurisas, but it refers to a thorn. It refers to this this like prickly this prickly sort of thing, which is both like a protection means for like a plant, and also like let's be real, kind of ouchy making. Okay, um, there are all kinds of different ways to to that these things mutate, but like take that journey the way I did. You go through each one. You start with the elder, thing, move on. You you take one at a time. You you use it, you you inscribe it, you you contemplate it, you meditate on it, you study the crap out of it, you learn like read the rune poems, you re, you you learn about other diviners and how do they experience the power of this this rune. There's runic magic. Like I, I was inscribing these runes onto my body as I was learning them and watching how that interacted with my mind, with the world around me. Um and, and since then I've I've like started crafting bind runes and onto my body and things like that that, that help to like set the mind right it's it's fascinating it's like it's basically that's when you get into like sigil work basically with runic magic it's great um but yeah the runes fantastic as well. mm-hmm. okay wonderful we could go on for him we could go on which we she will could. i declare it we can we will go through this there will be a tarot deep dive there will be a runic deep dive there are, i'm not kidding there are I... podcasts out there okay literally one episode per rune it's fucking crazy there's so much to it sorry go i ahead. don't think we will go that far <laughs> I, I don't think, think we, I could what, listen. What are we going to do in 10 years? We got to keep talking about something around here. Anyway, just go on. Look, we are only episode 2, season 1. Fight me. When and we you make and it I are to both that 10 years. aspirational spirits in this entire world. So let's be real. Okay? Look, if we make it to 10 years and we run out of topics and fight, we could do a deep dive into each individual rune. Wow, only after 10 years? Oh my god. Oh, Woden, save me. Holy crap. You know what? This is uh, this is blasphemy. This is blasphemy. <laughs> it's only because I don't think we'll actually run out of ideas. This is us we are talking about. Yeah, I know. And then one of the ideas will be the runes. I'm gonna have to teach you what I've learned about the runes, and you can teach me about this weird like our birthdays and shit. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Look, the point is, the point is, what's what's another? What if we? What we were talking about scrying or some shit. We don't know how to do scrying. It's 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 you, you, no. you, there's a particular psychological pattern that happens where you start to fill in data into your brain, and it's the, what's how you interpret the way that data gets filled in that leads to like seeing visions that then yeah. there's something to it. I have zero actual experience in doing it, to be honest. Oh, and then we have uh, actually I think of all the divination methods, this one might be the more modern one, but charm casting. You know, you've said this before. And I'm just like, okay, wait, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, what is charm casting exactly? Or what do you mean by that exactly? Charm casting is no different than any other kind of, like, lot casting divination. But so you will go and you will get charms, like jewelry charms, like uh, charm bracelet charms. And there's all sorts of fun f- shapes and whatnot. And one of my f- uh, f- tarot friends, she's really good at charm casting. So you usually get, like stir them up, you grab some, and you, like, throw, cast lots with them. And, um, like we were had, uh, talking about earlier about the structured versus unstructured, and, like, the tarot versus the oracle. This would be very unstructured and oracle-based in that sense, because each individual charm represents something different to you, because you're the one putting meaning to those charms. 
which are those miscellaneous like objects like for instance if we have a bike for i don't know for you that bike could represent freedom whereas for me that bike is exercise i i don't know so you, so essentially that's what it would be and it's very interesting to watch and weirdly accurate but it's i would say one of the more one of the newer ones i've seen um i've seen a lot of people on youtube do it charm casting at one point i wanted to do it but again you would actually have to like either thrift the charms or buy the charms or bulk buy them or whatever or just perhaps you're someone who just collects them already if you collect them already that's a good use for your uh collection but yeah i thought that was like out of all the different like divination methods that i've read about or studied into or looked into or whatever that is like one of the newer ones i've seen to be honest with you If anything, actually, that's interesting, right? It's like, well, hmm, I feel like that's almost like an, it's an unstructured or open set kind of lot casting. Right? Yeah. Like, unless you build a set system where you're like, okay, I have a bag and it's got a sapphire and a ruby or like a, a necklace. And a, like, if you're literally just like, oh yeah, grabbing random shit and you start throwing it in there, then like you could you start, like expanding the set to infinity. Like that's uh -huh. interesting. Oh yeah. yeah, because I mean, if you go onto Etsy or whatever, there's people like there's shops that all make literally these charm casting bags, and they'll give you meanings to all of them, and you could do it that way, sure. But I find it, yeah, I think it's more fun. For, for money, yeah, true, <laughs> that's true. But I think it would be more fun to assign it all based on you know how you see it. Like you could have like three different types of heart charms, and you're very distinctively different, and they would mean something different based, you know, based on you. And that's like the fun part about it. Uh, so, I feel yes, like that one's yes. very personalized to you, unlike a lot of these other divination methods, which they can be personalized, don't get me wrong. I just feel like this one in particular, at least on our list of ones we've talked about, is really personalized to the person who's doing the reading. I think I would agree with that, except there's one on this that, 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 that we've talked, well, we haven't talked enough about this, and I can... I uh, don't worry. I'm not gonna go crazy, okay? I'm not gonna go off on another okay. freaking journey here, okay? But speaking <laughs> of journeying, one that really is like, I say one. Trans work? Yeah, you just, you read my mind, little diviner. Uh huh. Okay. Like, I honestly, can, what can I say? You want to talk about personalized? How about, like, just enter our own fucking minds and just, like, that is oh, like, yeah. individual as a hell, okay? Like, I listen, you can, you can, yeah, you can trance work, shadow work, dream work. They're all based on you as the individual person, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it, like, like you, we could sit in the same room, which I mean, like, let, let's be real. I, I tend to do this, I, well, I used to, I mean, gosh, it's been so long, I really want back to doing it um you know it's again accessing the right tools to do this i have drums now i can mm -hmm. use the sonic drivers for this right and, and I, I was so close i was so close i like felt myself leaving i felt myself about to go on the journey and <laughs> i just get yanked back it sucked okay the drums really oh yeah work, by the way. um but like like even like we could sit in the room and we could pass around the the, the, the sacred mushroom okay or something like that, pass around <laughs> something like that. and it, well no it's it's I know it's gotten, like, it's funny, but, like, a lot of people, well, it's not funny. To me, it's not funny. Like, it's a lot of people would giggle at, like, tarot cards, too. Um, like, like, it's... Oh, it's well, no, it's just like, the, it's, it's, it's just the fact that, yeah, but it's just the fact that you call it a sacred mushroom, and that's what I'm giggling about. I mean, 
okay, most people call it like magic mushroom. Is that any different? Okay, it's sacred magic, whatever. So the same thing. Uh, the point being <laughs> I know. that uh, I, I would have just always called them shrooms, <laughs> so. Well, yeah, but, okay, okay, but, like, like, I eat shrooms on pizza, okay? Like, like, freaking, like, like, same. shrooms. And, okay, yeah, so, like, what, well, like, but these are different. These are, these are, those aren't magical. No. I mean, they taste magical, but they're not, like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I know, it's just. Yeah, we could take the same mushroom, and then our visions will be different. Our experiences will be different. Our, our, like, everything will be different to us. Um, we might sync up a little bit. We might, like, that might be it, right? That, that's the interesting, is we might actually start to our luck. meld these, these views, these visions. Um, but, like, like what's going on is each, each of us is different, you know? Like, my experiences with, like, various different, um, you know substance-driven, like, trance work, you know, uh, the mushrooms, you, you know, they've even invented these in labs, you know, things like LSD, that's what mm -hmm. um, you know, these are, these are tools which drive into the brain, like, put the brain into a state that changes the way it's processing information, such that you're seeing the world through a different lens, and then you can glean patterns that you couldn't glean before. Right, it's the same thing with any of these transfers. Like, if you go into a dream, you're seeing things that. Let's be real. If you're walking around the world right now, like you weren't, you aren't going to see these some of these things, right? Um, same thing with with you know, if you if you any of these meditate, deep meditation, all these drivers into a trance. Um, like you start to see things and then make patterns that you just di 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 you didn't have before. Um, I've I've gained so many incredible insights using various you know psychedelics and that sort of thing. Um, and and like I, I meet so many people. I'm like, hey, you know, you you do all this divination, you do all this like you you've even done meditation. That's great. Have you ever tried this? And half the time they're like, no. And why? Because we live in a world where you know, yeah, we live we live in a world where it just. <laughs> It, it's hard to, it, it's hard to like even get access to some of these things, you know, because we have a world that's like so terrified of, you know, frankly, we have a world that's so terrified of everything, right? Tara was like mad and gazelle, um, you know, freaking, uh, like there's so much, there's so much fear that, and we're starting to awaken to this, you know, to, to this, this new idea that like when we, when we, when we have the possibility of, of, of gleaning a different reality, it seems like it will disintegrate our unity, right? To disintegrate mm -hmm. our ability to coexist. But the reality of the situation is, no, it actually can bring us together. You know? It, it brings us together in a way that... Um, because it's, it dissolves our ego, right? And that's the main thing. It gets rid of this idea that, well, I am in the real, 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 and anyone who disagrees with me is wrong, right? Well, no, no, hang on now. Let's disintegrate that ego. Realize, holy crap, I'm seeing all these things, and is it real? Is it not? Well, every, we're all seeing these things, so we can bond together in this journey of discovery to figure things out, okay? Anyway, yeah, I just went on a yeah. weird ramble there. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. So, in other news of Welcome, fellow seekers. If you did not know, we do our little podcast live on Twitch. And speaking of Sinwin, you might want to check your chat. Okay, okay. I was literally in the middle of. Oh my gosh! Wow. Fourth wall. I know. Fourth wall. <laughs> Learn to. Oh, I need to introduce Dionysos in your life. The master of theater. Holy shit! Holy shit! Can we please? Oh my gosh! Okay. Goodness gracious. 
so what were you going to say besides breaking the fourth wall and ruining the illusion that... Anyway. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's going to break the fourth wall, it is going to be me, so... Uh, we, so, so, yeah, I think, let's see. Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess we could talk a deep dive into a little bit of, like, some divination methods that we would want to learn about. I remember the other day when I said the, uh, <laughs> everything. Everything. All of them, all of them. I mean, I work closely with Nyx, and lo I guess a lot of people don't really associate her with as an oracle, but she is, and uh, she's just like, all of them. And I'm like, okay, let's go, because I'm an overachiever. But, I mean, there's some I'm just like, yeah, no, no thank you. Specifically, probably with Bones. Bones are just a whole nother... F and, you know, it's weird. I'm like, nope, I don't, I don't want to touch Bones. Nope, 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 absolutely not. But at the same time, most of the deities I work with have something to do with the underworld. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Ghost? Okay. Decaying animal in front of me? Nope. Bye. Um, <laughs> I, I just, uh, yeah. So, but I was, I remembered yesterday, or the, maybe not yesterday, it was the other day, I randomly sent into the Discord the master list of divination methods, and from, I, I'm guessing Wikipedia or something like that, and we're going through them all, and I'm just like, Greek, 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 oh, look, this one's from Africa somewhere, Greek, Greek, Greek. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, through, kind of through the sword. Uh, I mean, like, let's be real. If it weren't the Greeks, then the Italic folk, the Latins, who basically just took over the Greeks, and then you know, continue ruling through the Byzantine Empire. And there's a like, yeah, that's kind of the other half of it. It's like, okay, but how much did we lose? Um, you know, people think uh -huh. Africa didn't have any civilizations. It just had like, it just had like savage tribes. Well, no, no. No, that's just not true. No. Right? Like, there are a lot of things that we just, like, well, what carried through because, you know, there was the effectiveness of, of the armies that, that <laughs> might makes right, sort of, unfortunately, took, not right, but might, might makes um, uh, survivability, unfortunately, took, took the charge of, in the world. Um, oh, for sure. Which is yeah. what makes me so, ex and, you know, this topic makes me excited about one of our other, uh, podcast topics uh, one of our other episodes is when we go and we talk about the pagan history and the, how it has impacted us what have we actually like you know lost what uh, how oppressed we were you know this and this and that and not just in the respective of you know me as a Hellenist and you as a druid more path I mean, honestly, I feel like both of us kind of just, we, we fall, we march to the beat of our own drum and we, yeah, I mean, the only reason I would even call myself such is because all the gods I work with just happen to be the Greek Roman gods. Uh, coincidentally, they just all happen to be at the same pantheon. But, uh, yeah, 
I, cause I feel, I feel like that's like, because I, cause like even in divination methods, we know that a lot of them have been lost and a lot of them have even changed to where they are more, uh, humanized than divine. Um, when we were going through that whole, uh, my old class, uh, lectures or whatever, uh, a lot of them were like, oh, this one is more humanized because they could more or less force the outcome. You know, the one with the turtle sh the uh, turtle shells and the burning of the bones and the cracking. That one specifically stood out the most for uh, having a... F yeah. It's like when having it's like a... Like, oh, yeah, they just dig up like archaeological bones and like grind it up powder. Like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! We need to study these things! What are we doing? Chill! Chill! Oh my gosh! People were so <laughs> just human. Why? Enough with human. human. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> Humans be humaning. Hum humaning? Humaning? Humaning. Humaning. The new verb, humaning. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't nah, know. Nah, I. I'm I I mean, I, I, <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean, they, a lot of them are very interesting, but some of them I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable learning about that one. Uh, you know, it's kind of like just in like the, you know, the hoodoo voodoo spectrum of where I'm just like, I, as a very pasty white as white can be person, do not feel comfortable, you know, dabbling in African Amer African folk magic, you know? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, no, I know I shouldn't be touching that with the 10 football. Do I find it interesting? Sure. Would I like to genuinely learn about it? Sure. Not to use it in my practice, just to be more knowledgeable about such things, you know, because we be curious beings. Like, that's that my curiosity might be even higher than this. I, like, cause I, I just, like, it's, hmm, how do I put this? Would I touch it with a 10 meter pole? I might. I just, I, I feel like not so much saying I don't know if I would feel comfortable doing it. I, cause I'd feel comfortable pretty much doing, well, there are some yeah. things I definitely don't. But most things, it's more that I don't know that I'd have the cultural background, the sort of the upbringing within a, a, a yeah. logical lens that would actually allow me to understand what the hell I'm doing, right? It's like, uh -huh. yeah, it's, it's it's like if people like the one with the like seeds and the <laughs> the one with the seeds and the dust and the hitting your head or oh, whatever. Oh come on! We'll never figure that one out. What in the world? <laughs> it's like it's like well, you have to we understand the cosmology of the peoples fifteen thousand years ago that eventually evolved into. The, it's like oh well, okay, you know. It's like that. Now it makes sense. It's yeah, yeah, no, it, it's very we'll never tricky, understand it. Right? <laughs> But, but actually, it's funny enough to go back to, okay, this is gonna, I'm not going to keep rambling about runes, but to go back to runes. Here we go again. Like, no, 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 no. This is why, okay, speaking of, of you know, things written by 15-year-olds, uh, you know, very recently, right? This is why, like, it's understandable why some people would look at, at like, say, things like the witch's runes or something like the Pokemon cards, and say, like, well, where is... You're, you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, you're weaving this in so cleverly. Anyway, um, where is the the sort of the, the power and the iconography? And the problem here... Here's the, here's the thing that's getting interesting. It's, it's mm -hmm. the people who are dealing with this 
just probably didn't actually get raised in a culture that actually taught them those, yeah. those like the, the patterns to be seen. So when you look at say the runes, it's like, oh, I see that pictures that that the person throws on the ground, and the pictures uh, mean this thing. And therefore, mm -hmm. if I draw any doodle whatsoever, then it's runes, right? Same shit, right? Well, you know, mm. okay, well, hang on. What is the what is more the like pictographed history? Well, yeah, I mean, don't look around again. It's not invalid. I'm not saying it's invalid. Yeah. What I'm saying is it's not the runes. Okay. In the same mm -hmm. way that I would never like listen. If you want to draw Pikachu's and say that I I said this actually right. I just said this um, to to a dear friend right that like that like. What is the iconography of three Pikachus in a row? It's the triple bolts. It's the Awen. It's the source of inspiration in Druid traditions. So, like, like <laughs> it's it's the spark of creativity, right? It's not that it's invalid. It's that it's not tarot, and I understand that. And, and, and when people say, like, okay, yeah. well, I don't want to touch voodoo because what is voodoo? Well, voodoo is when someone's dangling, you know, seeds on a on a pole, and there's a and, a, and there's a little doll, and you poke needles into it. Like, well, okay, now you know what's going to happen. Hollywood's going to pick that up and just carry it off. And, like, next thing you know, you got people just doing all kinds of crazy shit. Just just not invalid. Oh, yeah. But not the thing that you think you're doing. <laughs> you know, it's Speaking just, of divination methods in Hollywood, speaking of divinations in Hollywood, I think the one that we could probably, I honestly, I honestly just... <sighs> There's rules and there's regulations, which is why I do not use this particular tool, but we can say that it's definitely in Hollywood a lot, and that is the Ouija board. <laughs> it's like, it's like a multi-dimensional, pe multi-user pendulum. That's what it is. Can I know, right? It, it, <laughs> it is. Real? That's exactly what it is. Okay? It's just like, okay, we're gonna have something that we're gonna put in our hands, and we're at just whatever, just kind of, just, oh, let's swing this way, let's swing this way. What is the Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. And you know, and you know, I'm not gonna lie, it always perplexed me that here I have a freaking pendulum board, which is like a spirit board, no matter which way you look at it. And I'm like perfectly fine with that. But I'm, I am uncomfortable with a Ouija board. And if you want to know why I'm uncomfortable with a Ouija board, it's not the fact that I'm contacting spirits. Oh, no. It's the fact that Hollywood and society have engraved into our brains that, oh, you use this, bad shit will happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah understandable just it just let's just let's just all try to come together yeah and and, and yeah and to, and to be yeah. clear to be absolutely clear like like yeah no i to be clear the, the concept mm -hmm. of dolls being voodoo yeah no i i yeah dolls being voodoo i just want to clarify because i did talk about voodoo and doll i just want to clear poppet magic is yeah it's it's way broader yeah i, I, was, I was saying the hollywood rendition of voodoo is someone's dancing it is poppets yeah like a tribal skirt it's, it's like it's extremely let's be real it's mostly racist uh but like but like the um the, like the idea of like voodoo being this, just 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 chill um yeah the, the ouija board is like oh you know the the ghosties are going to like you know haunt you and destroy you and like you're summoning the devil it's the same thing i said before not every five point of star summons the devil in the same way not every six point of star like is lighting the menorah okay it's it's just like it's just a tool they're all tools they're all tools they're all they're all they're all languages they're all just things oh, yeah. that we're using to try to suss out things such out you know our place in the world and our stories yeah our, for our sure personal, spiritual paths um 
Yeah, the, the Ouija board's one in particular I've just never used. So I, I like, can't add to yeah. it because I just never used it. I have no, I have nothing else to say except for, like, well, here's what I'm looking at, you know? I've, I've seen people use it, but it's like, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I feel like it would be interesting to use in a trance state, though, like in a no, quasi-trance state, right? Like, if you're in this quasi -trance. quasi-trance state with a bunch of people, I that would actually be a little more interesting. I, I'd be, I just uh -huh. don't know about when it comes to, I almost feel like, like, there's a there's a power hierarchy if you're not and you're everyone's sober like not no alcohol party right a bunch of teenagers mm -hmm. around. like okay who's gonna who, I, i'm just gonna push it this way and the rest of you are like oh, okay i guess we're going this way now right it's like one of those like okay who's on who's in the power right who's defining the story now you know um that's where that's where it's like the egyptians with their with their pharaoh tilting shit it's like okay wait wait hang on now like, who's in who's in control now and those are the kinds oh yeah i did want to mention that didn't i that there are some techniques that it's not that it's, it's not that they're invalid. It's just that they have very strong limitations to their applicability mm -hmm. to our everyday lives, and like things like that. I, I genuinely I, I don't know is, is is the Ouija board that applicable in a lot of ways? Unless I guess everyone's like soaking up Dionysian magic or something. Like I, yeah, I just, I, may, I, maybe we have to try it. You know, you and I are just gonna have to some, somehow try it. I don't know how. We're just gonna have to reach through the ether. Cyber, cy cybernetic, a virtual. We get on tabletop simulator, okay? <laughs> wherever the mouse is pushing it. Oh, oh, we're going this way. Yes, we have to hit cyber witchcraft at some point. Oh my gosh. Can I yeah. just say though that it kind of cracks me up a little bit that uh, puppets are easily associated with voodoo, but they're actually like. Middle English. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the, and then, and then, well, the real question then becomes, where, like, where did it originate and start, like and blah blah. Yeah, because where did the origin originate, right? It's like this is why, like, if we talk about the runes, it's the same this thing. This is why. Like, I, I know, I know, I know. But it's like, okay, we could talk about well, here are the runes. Well, yeah, but where did the stories of the runes originate? You might go back deeper into like the Indo-Europeans who were before the Germanic peoples, mm -hmm. and like. It, there's there's so much there's there's we'll call it prehistory right so like oh, yeah. the idea of like you could say what, you is, could... what is puppet magic but here's a question what is like the idea of a a fetish or any other kind uh -huh. of like and I don't mean the celeste kind I mean like <laughs> is, um, I mean what is the idea of we're going to like a totem or a fetish or any yeah. kind of like animistic principle of this has the spiritual association with this and therefore things that happen to it like are affecting the world, right? I feel like mm -hmm. that predates even the the, the, the sort of the British, um, the, 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 or I should say, the Britonic people. Um, oh yeah, because you know, so, yeah. like, I mean, there's even like it, when you're reading like the great literatures of Greek mythology, uh, with um, you'll get some, you'll get puppets in essentially the Greek mythology, which is like Colossi's. Or however you want to okay. say it, and oftentimes, uh, oftentimes it was used to bring back lovers. You know, it's just there's a lot of history and a lot of the stuff that is used, whether it's divination or just like little tools we use in our magic practices. That unfortunately, a lot of people just don't do the research into it, and I feel like that's just genuinely the biggest problem with like newer people getting into this. It's not doing the research. Like, yes, let's go curse the moon because. That seems like a good idea. Don't. Oh, you said the <laughs> I know. 
No, don't hex Casts clouds into the sky, invoke the nebulas. Okay, the, the, the nebulosi. Okay, I don't know. Bring on, bring on, not the towers, bring on the, the cumulus, like, spirit of the, 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 the fog. Okay, I'm like, how, well, like, where do I connect to this? I gotta, I gotta reach for words here. Um, just the fog. You wanna talk about the fog? Okay, the fog is magical. Alright, anyway. I, I, uh, honestly, is this is... The fae, and I know you have some weird thing about the Fae, okay? The Fae are amazing, okay? They are fantastic, okay? Oh, no, I don't have a, do a thing about it. Also, if you're gonna curse anything, don't curse it. Just just invoke Zeus' wrath upon it. Okay, Zeus is technically like, the god of clouds. <laughs> Zeus is the... Okay, Zeus' wrath has, has caused many a pregnancy. I don't know if you want to get down that wrath. <laughs> I don't know. If you, I do not know. No, 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 want to go down that route because this is gonna go after the freaking after the freaking sun. You gonna 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 insert Zeusian, you know, freaking Dayan Dayan freaking Jupiterian. That's a Jupiterian, you know, seed. It's gonna spawn like microsuns. Next thing you know, we've expounded the amount of heat that's coming into our world. We're trying to deal with global warming. Can we please not reproduce the sun? Let us not ask the biggest like player in in all in all of, of the pantheons across all time. Like Priapus is sitting there like I I have I, I can't hold a candle to this guy. Alright, I can't Can I it's not working. Did I tell you about Luna how I first met all seven of my deities? Zeus was like, hi, I'm here. Right? Just like pops up. I don't up. even, even want to hear a story about how you met <laughs> Zeus. Actually, I kind of do. Go for it. <laughs> so I was like meeting everybody else and like all all the, because uh, there's seven of them, all the girls straight me. And Hades is like, here, have energy. And then Zeus is like, energy? <laughs> and I'm like, no, get your crackhead energy self out out of here and he's just like I can sense him fucking dying of laughter when I said he had crackhead energy and I'm just like and then he laughed and I'm like uh, uh oh okay I expected to be smited but I specifically said no do not fuck with me I do not feel like dealing with Hera's raft to get your crackhead energy out of here I'd rather just deal with Hera as like an ally thank you and if that pisses you off, you know, I'll be honest with you, I d I, I don't know what you know, it's like I kind of I kind of go nah. that way. It's like no, yeah. no, no. I will just do what Hypnos did and hide behind Nix's skirt. Fuck well, with I mean, me and, now, and bitch. What have, we, <laughs> what have we learned now? What has that taught us, Ren? Skirts are superior to all other forms of clothing. They are they okay. are wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Okay, listen. Speaking <laughs> of the shroud of night, like we are sounding like twenty times more tired now. We're just we're punch drunk. We're just randomly talking about like Zeus and yes. Nix's skirt. Okay, we shouldn't put those two words together. Okay? No, that sounded really no, 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 no. Okay. So just... with that, fare thee well, <laughs> fellow seekers, and merry part. Oh, we shall. Wait, we shall. We're done? Yeah. We're done? Oh my gosh. We were just getting started about the rules. <laughs> hey, holy crap. We need to do I need to cast a Yera? Get this freaking cycle going over again? Dagas, no. let's go. Alright. 
Okay. My bad. Anyway. What's this? Oh, yes. Okay, so this has been a delightful mood. Okay, yeah, I'll, I will I will be a little more... You're just, like, saying farewell these people. Come on. They sat here for... How the hell long? Two hours! Two hours. Okay, they sat here for a long time. They were patient with us while we blindly ignored them. Because that's how awful we are. But... It's okay. Everything ended up working out in the end. This is how fate works. Everything ends up working. Or we die. Okay? One or the other. Or both. Anyway. So I will I will just say <laughs> let us. Let us. Let us let it let us let us consider what we're going to look forward to. Because we know what we're gonna talk about next time. Let's talk a little, <laughs> yeah. little little morsel. Because I know these people are like, well, I got what I want if I came here for the divination. I learned about Hex in the Moon. I'm good. I'm good. We're done. I'm right. squirrely bitch has to shut up now. Like, no. Squirrel Cirrus is not done. Okay? You will never rid yourselves of me. I will be in your dreams tonight. Okay? Okay. Anyway. So, you know what's coming up? You know what's coming up? No, 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 no. The, the, the Squirrel Cirrus has to divine the next episode. Ah yes. What do you What do you see in our future? That there is something approaching us. There is something approaching us. Actually, the pendulum can't tell us this. That, wow, we didn't understand the pendulum even how you use it. Whatever. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that another later. People do not abandon us. You will never learn how to use a pendulum. Okay. Anyway, and then then they go looking at me too, but I'm just like, well, we just lost our entire. Okay. There is an important date coming up. Okay, and I don't mean the kind that ends up with a happy like happy night. Okay? Actually, it would be happy. Well, no, actually, it's a terrible night because the fucking trick-or-treaters. Holy shit. I kind of <laughs> gave it away. Samhain is coming up. It's coming up rapidly. We just got through Mabin, and now we have Samhain, and, like, what's happening? Why is that? Why? It's almost like there's a wheel. And it's almost like this wheel is, like, spinning. It's crazy how this works. It's, it's wild. But... We, we we could just wait until the day of Samhain. You're just like, okay. New episode. Oh, look at that, Samhain. They're talking about Samhain. Great. Oh, I had no time to remember. No, don't you worry. We are, we're there for you. Next we time, got we you. will talk about Samhain. We will talk about everything about it because that way you've got a whole, you got a whole span of time. To, like, you got a whole week I don't want to say how long happens. you have because we don't, well, you don't know. What if you publish it later on? Oh, uh, you have to learn. Open versus closed nah. sense of divination. I, you, you're sitting there going, well, I cast the dice and they say it'll be seven days. Well, you know, what if it's six? <laughs> oh, just, okay. Uh, okay, look, the point is, we, we will talk about Sour because we want you to be loaded with information. Information that, frankly, we have to first load into our brains. And then we can impart <laughs> into you. Okay? The only thing we know is that, that, the, that, that the most annoying practice occurs on Samhain. I'm sorry. I say this. It actually alienates from everyone. I was like, oh my god, I want to go trick-or-treat. Fuck it. Trick-or-treaters. Stop. Stop. But that will be a rant that you will not have to miss. No. You shouldn't miss. We well, have to. I mean, you don't. No, you have to not miss. Words. Put the words in the right order. Okay. This is why I'm telling someone out there who knows I'm talking to them. Okay. And it's not. It's not someone who thinks I'm about to talk to them. It's someone who doesn't realize I'm about to like do a. Like, don't rearrange your cards when you draw them. The meaning comes out in the position. Anyway. Okay. So. I dealt with people. I've dealt with a lot of people. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so that'll happen. You you cannot miss that. I, I, I 
urge you not to miss that when that happens. We will talk about everything. And by everything, basically the tiny morsel that we can fit into what was supposed to be an hour and a half. Now it's only two and a half. Next time, five hour podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't worry. No. You. I will break it up if I have to. Dude, I will edit that shit to 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay, listen. Okay, okay. <laughs> I could ramble for five. I, ask some of my peers. You ask could. my sister here. I can ramble for, like, literally five hours about, honestly, just the runes. Okay. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. So, Please don't. with that. <laughs> well, no. Okay. No. You have to be asked a little more carefully than that. I might Please. still. Okay. 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 I probably won't now. Okay. <laughs> I won't ramble about it. I will provide a structured thesis and a 20-paragraph and a essay. Okay. Now, the point is... <laughs> It is time that we let our dear, our dear guests, trick-or-treating is awful, I know, I know. Just, we need to, to let our dear guests rest. They've heard, that they, some, okay, granted, the people who thought this is a calm and soothing podcast, you need to finally sleep, or unless you are asleep, in which case, we are in your brain. Okay, we ought to, actually, we really ought to, like, weave, oh, we ought to weave, like, messages, like, kind of revert, oh, oh, that is, like, we should start doing, we should, we should okay, but like, let's... square the shit out of an episode, okay, anyway, <laughs> listen, Sator Arepo, okay, no, anyway, um, the point is, <laughs> fare thee well, fellow seekers, <laughs> and merry part, and merry meet again, as we shall shall come together in the future next time on the sisters, the of, sisters the of the round, round. yes <laughs> 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 <laughs>